straight riffing is filmed in front of a live internet audience. I am riffing. Mitch is riffing. What more can I say? Straight, straight riffing. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that pillow. This show is intended for mature audiences only. I've seen a lot of this. I don't know how much more disgusting this experience could get. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are. I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not going to whip the dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Featuring your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for people. And Teddy Tuxin. I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hate for hire. Hate for hire. I should put a bit of stuff. There are two victimless crimes, all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I'm confessing to a large-scale crime. Okay. okay. All right. right Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on, man. What kind of guest are you? It's archive for posterity. Great internet. So, uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to rip. Oh, that is right, bitches and motherfuckers. It is September 4th, 2012, a special Tuesday edition of Straight Riffin, episode 77. I'm your host, Reverend Mitch. And with me, as always, is the difficult brown, the hater for hire, Mr. Teddy TMI Tutson. How the fuck are you, sir? Oh, man, Mitch, you know, I'm hanging in there, coming in on that Labor Day riffing, on that May Day late riffing. Shout out, putting in work like my man Julian Castro and Charlotte DNC. What up, Tejas in the building? Congratulations, people at home, if you caught any part of that. <laughs> And a special guest who has not been on the show in quite some time, not since I had to pull him on the show so that Teddy would not kill him. <laughs> Very well known in the Riffin lore and as part of... I haven't turned your mic on yet. <laughs> Damn it. And as, as part of the intro, there's a part where you'll hear uh, Telly, Teddy uh, uh, yell. Uh, come on, man! And uh, that that person <laughs> that he was saying, come on, man, to... And the follow-up, uh, what kind of guest are you, was this man, Mr. Richard Wendling. How the fuck are you, stranger? I, I, I don't know. Dickie Omar in the building, ladies and Every gentlemen. Everything is bacon and puppies. There you go. <laughs> no, no, I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. I got some, wait, I got some wait, new samples to try. That. I haven't yeah. heard that drop. Can we get the uh, bacon yeah. and puppies drop? Everything is bacon and puppies. Uh, also got this one. Oh. Back the fuck off. Okay, there we go. Okay. You'll need to use. I'm that just playing times. off the the new ones Great. that I've gotten That's recently. I can't find. I had one of uh, when uh, when Quincy was on, where he just goes titties. Yeah, and Quincy I had Jones? that. I don't know where Quincy it was. Jones, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mr. But, Q Jones, uh, yes. Don't the comedian. We should don't always. have it any long. I, I don't know where it rent. So um, it's sure. okay. It's okay. I'm sure we'll pull it out of the crates one of these days. Yeah, it's fine. So what? Okay, we, uh, uh, help clear up some confusion for us, Mr. Wenley. All right. We're also very curious. What the hell you do with your time? Yeah, Dickie Omar. Uh, we should Riffopolis. Uh, Richard Windling, aka Dickie Omar, uh, DJ Dickie. Omar. Nope, that is not. Nope, nope not, that, we're not, not doing no, that. Come on, no, only on weekends. Nope, that's is that, not happening. Nope, that is mm-hmm. not. That is when everyone leaves the discotheque. Uh, yep. So you may hear someone be referred discotheque. to as Dickie Omar. Discotheque. Yeah, that's the only place that would let you DJ is a discotheque. No, no. Uh, I stand by that. So right. Dickie Omar, please point. educate the people uh, as to the urban legends that surround you. What is the stuff of fact and what is the stuff of fiction? What do you do in the streets? 
I stay out of the streets. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least the man's honest, right? I stay out of the I streets. Mean, oh, God. Uh, I told you that I, I told Teddy <laughs> I made a prediction before you even showed stuff. up. I said he will not give you a straight answer for how he spends his time. It's no, no, you which know. of course you realize means that if something ever goes down and the cops are interviewing us and saying like, uh, "How much do you know about your friend Richard Wendling?" Uh, we have reason to believe he killed a man and ate his arm. We have to be like. Hey, June second, two thousand eleven. Uh, Do you know what? Wait, I, can we? Can uh, you? Can, you know, can I, right, listen. Uh, be can we be the cop and like out? Like, are you be the cop and tell tell me what you just said? Because I feel like this okay, is exactly I'm, I'm right. the cop. Right. Okay, and I'm like, all right, damn, all right. Like yeah, what's going on, uh, Mr. Tutson? I ain't do nothing. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, I've I've come to ask about your friend, Mr. Uh, Richard Wendling. Oh yeah, Dickie Omar. Uh, yeah. What what about him? Uh, uh, what do you, what do you know? What do you really know? About Mr. Wendling. Oh, man, that's hard to say. I mean, it's, Richard is a, you know, he's a crazy guy, man. No mm-hmm. one really knows what mm-hmm. he gets into, you know? I mean, you just see would you, him. Would you happen to know where he goes at night? Um, I think he might DJ infrequently at discotheques. DJs? But, DJs? Uh, okay. I don't really, I can't give you too many particulars. Is there, <laughs> why, I'm, why, have, why are you asking me about Richard Wendling? Do you, do you know if he was in Pasadena uh, last Tuesday, 9 p.m.? Uh, I, I don't know. What is this concerning? Uh, we have reason to believe that he killed a man and ate his arm. Does this sound like the Mr. Wendling that you know? He ate a man's arm after he killed him? All right, now, you said that. I didn't. I, I merely said that we're investigating. Someone ate, he killed, ate his arm? Yeah, he could have did so, that shit. Okay, he could have so did that shit. Okay, that's, that okay, we do have a positive ID on the, uh, I'm not, possibility. Well, listen, the possibility. Listen, what I can is, tell you is two things. Right, Number one, okay. mm-hmm. I definitely didn't do it. <laughs> and uh, number two, you, you actually weren't even on our list until this and moment. Let's keep it that <laughs> Where were you uh, last Tuesday? I was right here with a newspaper on Facebook, time stamping mm-hmm. everything. Okay. okay, we'll be, we'll be looking at that redundant. later. Okay, number two, what was the other thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. He definitely, maybe, could have done it. Okay, so, all right, you've been very helpful. I hope uh, so. In fact, probably not a very good friend. Uh, but helpful. He ate a motherfucker's arm after he killed Again, him. Again, this is all alleged, sir. Could be uh, Listen, innocent till proven guilty. You don't come I'm to my house allegations, you. okay? Am I am I clear? I'm giving it a you. You're very well versed on uh, political uh, and and uh, uh, crime. Uh, no habla inglés. Uh, Adios. Surely you know that you are innocent until you're proven guilty. No, si se puede. Until a man named Teddy Tutson apparently tells a police officer at his door that it probably was Mr. Wendling. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, now, to be fair, Teddy is the last person you'd really want the cops going to for such information. Because it would very be quickly true. become the I didn't no. do it show. Listen, if, if they came to me, they probably missed everybody else on your list, son. Okay? And that is when, that's why I'm going to be like, yo, shit is real right now. I'm out the country, B. Yo, I'm be packing a suitcase while I'm talking to you. Or while I'm packing all these clothes, I always do that when people come into my house. <laughs> Mr. Tutson, we need to ask that you don't leave the state for at least 48 hours. Okay, that's fair. Can I ask you a question? Uh, uh, yes, yes. Does Vancouver count as leaving the state? It does. It does, in fact. <laughs> right, it right, is not part. Of That's fair. California. Okay. Uh, Nova Scotia. Uh, also. Guadalajara. Mm, also. Panama does, Canal. Also not a part of California. Okay. All right. Fair points all around. Fair yeah. points. Um, 
I'm going to leave the state. You, you, you're free to drive to Burbank <laughs> if you'd like to drive to Burbank. Uh, are you talking about the Burbank that is located in the uh, northern province next to Toronto? Nope. Okay. All right. Nope, I'm not not talking about that one. That Burbank, out. California. Yeah. Uh, right, just okay. up the road there. All right. That's yeah. close to you. Okay. It's close. Anyway, Mr. Wendling, yes. this is your chance to, ooh, can I use a big word here, exonerate yourself. Ooh, I'm oh, giving to understand yeah. you. All right. uh, I know that one. Yeah, well, I'm given to understand you. You do, you do some schooling and such. You probably should know that. He don't word. know what that word is. He don't know. Go ahead, Richard. All right. What so is your, that's a, that's a chance for you to before I release you on your own recognizance. <laughs> <laughs> now you're on a. Uh, <laughs> Has anyone ever yeah. used recognizance in a non-judicial criminal setting? Just ever like you know, now. I don't think so. Um, I mean, I've I've used it, but I meant it in a criminal way in right. in private proceedings. Yeah, no sure. one's ever. Is, I will give you this sub on your own recognizance. You I've also noticed that people uh, tend to only use the word proceed when they're trying to prove themselves innocent in the case of a crime. Yeah. Nobody's like I proceeded towards the refrigerator <laughs> unless there's a cop asking right. them a question. Real, yeah. Uh, I proceeded towards the toilet, thereby <laughs> I was overwhelmed with diarrhea, <laughs> rendering me uh, incapable of committing a I li- felonious I like action. to think that I released my bowels <laughs> on its own recognizance. <laughs> I'm having a difficult time with that one. Oh, Richard. Okay, well, this, uh, uh, what are let's you, get what, back right, to right, exoneration right, of the, the great exoneration okay. of Wendling. That is what this episode will go down as. So just know that if ever you do anything that is borderline uh, treacherous, refer to this podcast. This is the exoneration of Richard Wendling. It will for always and evermore stand as your permanent alibi to any and all things on the internet. All right. So typically, <laughs> I'm either. <laughs> It's, walk us through a day in the life. A, a day in the life. A day, no, a week in the life. Come on. Day, a day is going to be too short. We only got a two-hour show. <laughs> Take your time, Dickie. Take your time. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So yeah. I'm either at work, at school. You need to stop cocking your eyebrow at me, bro. It's real putting the moves on people. I'm at work. Yeah, I'm right. Work. I don't know how you talk Scoot. to people all the time. But you what, are you, what are you doing for work these days? Uh, I do bookkeeping for a property management company in Beverly Hills. You keep books? I keep mm-hmm. books. How many books you keep? You mean how many properties? No, oh, I said snap, books, yo. Richard. I said books. I'm trying to know how many About books. three or four. I'm trying to see what kind of scam house you operate in. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Uh, if you got two, three books, you know what I'm saying? That one book in the safe that you only update every couple of weeks. You know what I mean? I, if I may, yeah. um, you keep a book until all the pages are filled, and then you go to another book. I'm talking about crime and forgeries and fraud. It's okay. called QuickBooks, all right? No. By Intuit. No, mm. it's none of those things. I'm talking about being a criminal. I'm talking about you working for shady people. Hoodlums. You mean the juice? Riff rap. No, damn it, Winley. We're not doing this again. We're not doing this again. We're not. Shut it down, let, Mitch. Let's let the record Shut go. it down, Mitch. How deep in the show are we right now? Shut it down. We are like damn. maybe 10 minutes in. Damn, Dickie. Damn. 10 minutes already, uh, Dickie has killed and eaten a man. <laughs> and thrown out anti-Semitic remarks, and apparently he's working for what some is, dangerous mobsters keeping books. What is wrong with you? Why? No, it's 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 mostly legit. 
Okay, so are you saying there's a chance for my scenario? <laughs> <There's> a chance. <laughs> so no, no, no. After no. all the protestations, I basically, just, I saying. just have a boss who uh, doesn't like to pay someone unless can I? And let me let me the feds are involved. Let me teach you four words that are going to come very handy when you are in the uh, court. Oh yeah, I plead the fifth. <laughs> um, I said that about three times you, the last two days. You are uh, not very good at exonerating yourself. Yeah, bro. Just point that this out. This is a now. master class in how to not exonerate yourself. Wonderful. How much do I? What's the fee for this one? Oh, bro, believe me, this it's all. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Couple of Heinekens for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <that's the laughs> he gets more and more on us. Oh. And it is one time a grifter. Uh, <laughs> no Wendling, quiet. All right, all right, all right. I'm just a saying. Hobo from Trenton, New Jersey. Forever in blue jeans. So, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to know because you're you're not a bookkeeper, okay? It's not your thing. Uh, what is what is the schooling? To be fair, he does have the glasses and the short hair. Very fair. And very fair. The shirt that. But, but Only Dickie people Omar. who keep books yeah. or are 50 years old would wear. So yeah. that's, you know. That's true. We're that's going. True. We're going somewhere with it. But the aspirational higher learning. He just did a neck move. Yeah. You did a real. Uh, like getting sassy. Yeah. He did have black. Remember, he had black adopted parents for a week. If that's you remember true. the last time. He was it was here. five months. Was it five months? It was five months. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's yeah. longer than. That's fair. No. That's enough to pick up a couple head nods of sassiness. Yeah, that'll give you just enough sass. I was nine. You know. All right. It does not have anything to do. I would hope that you could pick up things like that when you. Yeah. <laughs> Let that. me ask you something. While while that was happening, did you ever happen upon a newsletter? By chance. While you think we're going to leave a newsletter around when this kid I is mean, in the I'm house? Just saying. Listen, I was thinking that maybe. Black people take a lot of chances. You might have snuck one no, in the back. Their relatives always came by to pick it up. <sighs> See? One of them was a football player. Yeah. So what? No, All right, back ahead. to your schooling. Okay, okay, come on. Quit okay, no, no my mom has actually been, uh, taught me to be a bookkeeper since I was like thirteen. Wow. Without me is knowing, that like, it. is that like a family trade kind of thing? Have you like if we trace the the windlings back uh, yeah. all the my way? My windling's going to be a bookkeeper. You is that, is numbers in the numbers well, game. No, one day my mom just hit me up and said, "Do you want a job?" And I couldn't say no because I've been out of job for so long. So I said, "Yeah," and I walked into it knowing what a, knowing what I was doing without knowing it. Mm. That makes sense. Like I, I passively knew what I was doing. Mm. So he had a, he's trying to say that he has a preternatural instinct yeah, towards bookkeeping yeah. because I've been doing it yeah. without knowing. You got a, you got a sixth sense for bookkeeping. Right. You just sense bookkeeping in the, the numbers. The numbers. <laughs> I'm starting to regret this whole. <laughs> I should have. All right, all I should right. have. I should have had him as a as a like a, a an auxiliary an a auxiliary guest yeah, yeah, like yeah. off to the side because. I'll have like an extra mic yep. that we could turn on at will. And we can still do that. Um, it's, not too late. <laughs> it's not too late. The, the mic arm does swing. Uh, it's true. It's, <laughs> look, I got the controls. I can mute my, his my ass anytime. I, I, what I'm trying to dis- distill down here, yes. Richard, is obviously bookkeeping, not your bag, okay? That's not your wheelhouse. To use a lot of slang you're not familiar with. Uh, what would be then the thing that you... I know you've been doing the school thing. For oh, you're a while. saying like his passion? Yeah. So like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. All visual right. effects. Besides terrible photos. Visual effects. Yes. Yeah. I've actually got a few projects going in the last few weeks. I'm sorry, but I want to point out to anybody who didn't catch that, as he was saying visual effects, Teddy was cutting himself <laughs> off in the middle of a sentence of besides terrible Photoshop. <laughs> uh, which is, I, I didn't want to get out. <laughs> which, which is just hilarious. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so visual effects in what regard? Um, like if, I, if you got your dream gig, motion. 
No, that's motion graphics, which is actually attached to the major, but it's uh, not. Look, a... I know I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Visual effects could could very much include uh, motion. Could be He's 3D. Trying to protect no, the no, craft. He's capture. trying to protect the craft, Mitch. All right, all right. There's visual effects and there's motion graphics. Motion graphics may deal more with ads and whatnot. Visual effects can deal with ads, but it's more movie and TV oriented. Okay. All right. So where is you? Where do you fall in the spectrum here? If I said, here is a duffel bag full of unmarked bills, take all the schooling you've learned and do something productive with it. Uh, well, first you'd start keeping books on all that cash. <laughs> So, That's actually so, entirely true. So, I mean, Fuck. let's not forget that. <laughs> no, my mom would go, okay, Rick, look. Uh, You're going to take the money, you unmarked, you going to take unmarked bills to your mom's son? That's true. Yeah, they got a double mom. bag full of unmarked dollar bills. You going to go to your mom's? Once listen, again, listen. just hope the cops don't ask Richard, Teddy anything listen, about listen. it. Richard, do you know how the I'm, underworld works? I'm you sorry that I trust my mother too That's well. not the point, Richard. What's the point? The, Mitch, tell him the point. Oh, God. Mitch, tell him the point, because I can't. I mean, it's hard to breathe. <laughs> I can't tell him a whole lot of anything right now. Mitch, Mitch Dickie, that the point that do with trusting your mom, son? No, it, Mitch. Come I, on, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, really, though. If I had a bag Back of unmarked fuck bills. Off. Oh, fuck. <laughs> mm. Sorry, go ahead. If I had a bag of unmarked bills, I'd first off uh, get myself my own studio and uh, set up shop like three or four different computers. Mm-hmm. What, are you do? what are you doing what in the I studio, do? man? What am I doing? What are you doing? I'm wait, wait, sitting there. Would they just be your three or four computers, like yeah, a server? Go, yeah, just for me. So I can roll do several around. things at once. You just go roll. You just get oh, yeah, one no, baller so you'd, be better, you'd be better off just having one computer with multiple screens and then a server farm with the rest of the cash. No, Mitch, let him run his, let let him his dreams. I wasn't going to go that the, detailed. The man likes to roll from computer to computer, son. Gets his legs exercise. Keeps the quad sexy. Okay, now go ahead. All right. Go so, ahead. Now you got a well, rule. I got a few myself. I you got it. a bunch of computers, no employees, dreams. <laughs> Go ahead. And a studio. <laughs> a loft. I'm going to take some footage and I'm going to make it better. That's pretty much it. What, what kind of what, what kind of footage? For, for, All right. So for right, okay, company, listen, right, okay, now, Richard, right now, Richard, Mitch and I, we run Riffin Loan Enterprises, okay? Riffin Loan Enterprises. Mm-hmm. We just got duffel bags full of unmarked bills for days in the so warehouse. So you need a commercial son. is what you need. <sighs> Just listen to the explanation. Just right, listen, right. okay? Don't get the man out of riffing okay. loans. Okay, we are your loan officers, right? You, you get need to diversify money. Diversify your you, funds. You got dreams. You got plans. You got blueprints and shit. You know what I'm saying? And you coming to us for the unmarked bills to make it happen. Now you got to be convincing, persuasive, detailed, somewhat charismatic. But we see you, so we give you a pass. I am loaning. Teddy is loaning. <laughs> what more can I say? Riff loaning. There you okay? go. All right. So now, you. We already got a theme song and everything. All right. Now, you, to get the duffel bag of unmarked bills. That's how we loan. You can't just say, I'm going to take some footage. Oh, you want me to pitch to you? And make it better. I'll pitch to you. Oh, yes. Okay. Here we go. Why should we give you this duffel bag of unmarked riffing loan bills? Because I'll let you know. I could buy a lot of weed with this duffel bag. So could I. You can't because it's mine. <laughs> but not without riffing loan money, you can't. <laughs> not if I don't give it to you. Now, excuse me for the hostile beginning. No, it's all right. It's all right. I probably deserve it. (laughs) It's a hostile work environment. (laughs) All right. So you guys know me. You know me. No, we don't know you, sir. You just said you've never seen you in my life. I run a business here and I don't have time for riffraff coming in pretending like I know them. Now, please, sir, what are your particulars? Or I am going to buy a lot of weed with this duffel bag. Got to hear the particulars. Okay, the particulars. 
I mean, when he says it that way, <laughs> it is true. suspect, it's right? True. It's I mean, true. it's only fair. I mean, first, I, I need I need something like uh, your idea, uh, given it is commercial or some sort of advertising campaign. <sighs> you literally do not understand how the loan process works. No, I don't. Okay, you, okay. Richard, Mitch, I'll explain. I am, am going to go smoke okay. some weed, count some unmarked bills, and I'm going to come back and see if you get it. <clears throat> oh, fuck. All right, listen, Rich, Richard, yeah. w- we come to you. As a loan company, right? We need to make sure that we can make good on the loan, that you can make good on the loan. It's an investment. You see, we're investing in you. We're saying we're going to give you this duffel bag of unmarked bills. How will you grow that money into more unmarked bills so that you can give us back our original plus some interest? We're not asking you to do anything for us. We're asking you what you are going to do for yourself. All right. That's going to grow that money. I'd buy that for a dollar. Is what we want to say. All right. I already have 10 projects in the works. Okay. Five of them are halfway done. Okay. And the other five are still brainstorming. But I'm working with about five other writers on each of them. Mm. Is this is this in real life now? Are we talking? No, there's like three. Okay. All right. Well, well let's let the man do his thing. So far, so good. That's, that's, you ain't gonna name a project. You ain't gonna name no, 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 a genre. No, 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 no. You I'm ain't gonna name no writers. No, hold you on. Got in what, in I, Dickie Omar's defense, hey. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta play this shit close to the. Because look, you can't just be giving out Listen, intellectual property I, over the I air like this. I have a warehouse full of unmarked bills. I don't give a I fuck about you. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your ideas. I will respect your intellectual property. Okay, ain't nobody stealing nothing. Okay, Yolanda's by the copy machine. She can't hear shit. It's just you and <laughs> me ridiculous. and that guy. All right. Now you can spill some shit. The room is soundproof. All right. Go ahead. All right. All right. So uh, the number one project I have on my uh, shuffleboard. Juice and white pussy. <laughs> <laughs> the number two project is. Um, <laughs> It's actually, don't you act like that was the number one. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> he, just, he just kept going. Oh. He just like fuck it, fuck it. I don't have anything else. I'm gonna go. Oh, Richard. We're just trying to make sure you got things you're working oh, on, Richard. Mr. Wendling. Oh, good, good, good. All right. So. You got to understand that, like most of the time, you whine about you don't have a thing to do, or like, hey, we ought to hang out. And the moment somebody goes like, yeah, yeah, let's kick it, you're like, ah. I got to push this thing aside. I got, I'm doing this. I'm real busy. And everybody well, just goes, what the fuck is he busy doing? All yeah. right. During Nobody that time. Nobody seems to ever know. During that time, my classes were at night. And okay. I really only do homework at night, too. You so. mean that like five minutes ago that time? Like earlier today, you said, let me push some things aside. Oh, no, Give no, me no. five minutes. I went to the gym. So I had to push that up. And then I was going to get Ralph at 930. I see what you did there. In your date book I see what something? you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's Ralph at? Uh, he's working. All right. He's all right. Shout out to yeah. Ralph Guerra. Hey Ralph. What's up, Ralph? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say he he would probably love every last second of this. Kind of surprised that he wasn't like in the chat room or something like I that. Well, I, I told him about this would it. explain it. So yeah. no, okay, oh, so he must is, be ecstatic. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Ralph is 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 very geeked out. So I, yeah. I okay, Richard. Look, all right. all right. We're just trying to get a sketch of the man known as Dicky Omar. All right. Okay. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to get a sense for your aspirations. All right. Where the life arc is going. You know what I'm saying? Forces, man. Precisely. Okay, so 
duffel bag full of money. You've set up your business venture, all right? Yes. We've walked through your vague, non-existent business plan. We've come up with some concrete halfway there thing. Now you got some extra unmarked bills left over. What does Dicky Omar do to just say, fuck it, I'm going to Splurgeville? What's like your, what's your big splurge with the unmarked bills, Dicky? Vegas. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Vegas. You I'm actually... Come on, I, I, I've only been to Vegas once, and it was shit. You need to didn't shut even up. get drunk. It was for a day. How old were you? Uh, I was twenty-two. Okay. How'd you not get drunk? I was. A, who would you go with? To be fair, I've tried really hard to get drunk in Vegas, and I could not do it. I'm gonna tell you right it's now. A lot of walking. You're not trying hard enough. It's it's very watered down. A lot of watered down. It's really not. It's not that hard. Look, I do a lot of fucking. I do I, a lot of walking. I do no fucking. That's, no walking. Okay, well, that would be. This is why. <laughs> well, you see, you see. I'm trying to make the most of I, Vegas. I, need your I am trying to make the most of Vegas. That's why I stood no, you're next just to trying it. to make the most of drunkenness. No, I stood next to the. <laughs> that's fair. I, mean, I made the most of Vegas by making the most of drunkenness. That's why I hung out by the nickel slots, getting Long Island, son. Just Long Island. Really long... Vegas is a lot by more that, than nickel slots. I will tell you. I, I will oh, tell you. By that right. point, Vegas had already won the battle of Teddy versus Vegas, so I was recharging for round 13. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay, all right. And the waitress was looking at me mad skeptical, Here's and what I was I like, wanna... I'm playing the slots, bitch. Keep the drinks coming. I suddenly have in my head a skit where Teddy's in front of the nickel slots, <laughs> and a drunk man points over at the nickel slots and says, nickel slots, and then he stands up and goes, what'd you call me? <laughs> And that man's face is red. Oh, well, he's God. already drunk, so it would be yeah. red. And he just runs. Yeah. If I didn't have another Long Island coming, I'd kick your ass. But I got to play these nickel slots. It's also my drink of choice, by the way. What? Long Island. Oh, no, that was sadness, bro. That's not oh, my drink of choice. Fuck. That was some real sad times. I had I had lost everything. Again, so it's not really making the most of Vegas. No, I had made the most of Vegas, and then I had to stay there. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you make the most of Vegas, and then you lose? No, I don't. And then you're still in Vegas. No, I still don't. You, well, you have not been there. Yeah, so well, gambling in Vegas is really just like, if you hit on an attractive woman in a bar, that's a gamble. Because you're gambling that she won't charge you money. Nobody's right. going to beat you up to get you money oh, should she touch you. Okay, I get it. And that she doesn't have a dick. That's a lot of gambles going on all at once. You see. I, I, I have a, a friend of mine. I stick to whores I already know. Who uh, mm. who definitely uh, ended up in the... Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I'll say you know, ER. No, no, no. But he, uh, mm-hmm. he in Vegas, uh, talking to a, a woman and uh, very late in the game, during the conversation, realized who he was talking to. That she one hand in the air, if you love dick. <laughs> no, she did not have a dick. Thank oh, you. Okay. Uh, but it was a president. Shut up, Richard, and was waving it away. Uh, uh, she she was definitely a hooker, uh, and he was devastated. He was devastated by the turn of events in the I'll sense that you come. he. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it was like the, I think it was like the first time that he had hit on someone and I thought it was going really well and then realized he was he was the one being played a fool. It's like I'm in drugs. Yeah, precisely. Right, right. You know, he, it took him weeks to recover from that. I bet he hasn't really recovered. If I told him about it, he if he heard this, he would know and he would feel very shattered as right, a person, right, as a man, right. and as yeah. a human being. It's pretty much, I mean, the, the rule generally is if a woman is dressed to the nines and talking to you in Vegas and you don't know her already, right. He's a hooker. If she's chat, if she's very chatty. Oh yeah. So I mean, that is a hooker. anybody who like after a minute is still talking with you, you should be very suspect about them in Vegas. So then, how do you? What happens? What happens at the point where you 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 guys are having good chemistry? 
And then, okay, stop. And stop the scenario because you want to know what <laughs> happens when you want to buy a hook. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm asking. What ha- I want to know. Can I tell you a true story? Let me tell you a true story. All right. Well, no, let me ask this real quick. All right, go ahead. Go how ahead. rude is it? How rude is it if you ask, well, shit, I don't want to. You're not a. No? Come on, man. I, I don't want. The whole point is that oh. she is, bro. And if you're asking her, she is. She's going to immediately stop talking to you, might slap you, think you're a cop. and think you're a cop. All of those things. The trifecta, All three of those. The trifecta is at work. All right. So. Because she, and then she's going to go around and don't talk to that motherfucker. You know who you are, Richard? You're the person who's like, <laughs> if you wash your hand three times a day, you will not get bird flu. And you're the guy that raises his hand and goes, uh, so what if you wash your hands twice a day? <laughs> what if that to somebody? You are that fucking person. You are, you I ask I, questions. It's, it's all right. No! <laughs> Damn it! I'm putting, I ask questions on the I'm going to run out of come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let ask, me tell you something. I was I in, ask, I was in Vegas. I, ask questions. I was in my, uh, I was in my hotel, not yeah. room, but my hotel, yeah. um, or the hotel I was staying at. And I had, uh, I had seen a young lady. Uh, out to her car after a uh, uh, night of uh, fun, and then I went to the bar because hey, it's only four a.m. It's early. Yeah, it's Christmas one. Eve. I'm hanging out, you know. I'm kicking it, and uh, I sit at the bar next to two like attractive tattooed girls, and I'm thinking, you know, this is back when I had the hawk and things. And I'm thinking, like, you know, there's a chance maybe something will pop up. Now I'm not, you know me. I don't I don't go up and hit on women. I just wait for them. Like I get near them and hope that they go, I'm going to talk to this guy for whatever reason. Right. Uh and there was these like douchey drunk frat guys just uh, just trying every lame line in the book on these girls. And I remember thinking to myself, those are definitely hookers. And this is definitely not working, but they're going to like let him let these guys talk until they figure out how much money they have with them and so on and so forth. And about five minutes into the conversation, the one girl uh, nearest to me, right next to me, in fact, turns to me and she goes, let me get you a drink. And then orders me whatever she's having. I don't remember what it was. Some buttery nipple thing or other, I'm sure. Hmm. So I'm doing shots with her and she's buying all the drinks. And she's like, you have to just keep this conversation going so I can ignore these guys. Let's act like we're old friends. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss, uh, Miss Smith's class. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she was a hell of a... English teacher, you know, and whatever, she's laughing and whatever have you. Uh, as it turns out, yes, she was a hooker, and we are still friends to this day. I did not nice. take her back home with me or anything else <laughs> like that. Uh, I didn't take her up to a hotel room. I was paranoid because I thought, uh, we, we're hitting it off. We're having a good, friendly time. Yeah. She yeah. let me play with her titties at the bar. That was fun. Because right. um, she was playing the guess if they're real or not. And I was like, well, they look real, but I'm guessing you got them done long enough ago that I wouldn't know, you know, like, because they start to hang a little bit and they were enormous. And I was like, let's do the field test and whatever. It was a good time. Anyway, the point is I was paranoid. I wasn't going to go to her room. Right. Uh, Because I don't need somebody coming in and, you know, where's the money beat me up, that whole thing. And I didn't want to bring her to my room because God only knows what my laptop won't be there in the morning, things like this. So we just parted ways. Right. Um and uh you know we've just talked over the years so that's about the closest to that's a, that's that about kinda, a perfect you know I mean? that's about a perfect uh, threading the needle that you could go in that scenario yeah, yeah. well played sir yeah what what is your big thing that you're looking forward to in Vegas because you you you've well, had a dabble so like your one day I'm sorry we we kind of interrupt you there so how was your one day in Vegas circumstances things of that nature well it are you a virgin <laughs> no. 
You didn't have to answer it, Dickie. Yeah. I love these things. Um, <laughs> well, any fucking time, sweetheart. Okay. All right. This is one so, for the fucking books, man. I was spontaneously asked to go to Vegas by one of Ralph's exes. Yeah, while they were seeing each other. You could so. have just said a friend's ex. You really you don't need to call motherfuckers out. Go ahead. Come on, man. All right. So it started off with a fight between her and someone else. Then we went to Vegas. The same someone else you already name dropped? Didn't name drop. <laughs> Let him go, bitch. All right. Go. All right. I'm, so I'm we get there. Going along for this ride. We get there. I'm and on board. We drink. We, we, we casino hop. And we try and get drunk. And we go up to about 8 in the morning. And then we sleep for maybe an hour. And then these two get married. How to do you get try to get drunk? Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Let's get okay, to this marriage. Okay, we've said thing. a lot of things skip just over the, Skip over the trying to get oh, drunk. Because yeah. I'm, I'm already, okay. I already, yeah. I already know how that happens. Citizenship. So, so this girl, she's not a U.S. citizen? No, the guy wasn't. Was that a friend of yours? Or just some guy? It was a friend of mine. Friend of yours. Friend not of a US, too, Canadian guy. The guy she actually got into a fight with. Okay. And then they were like, let's go to Vegas, the three of us, like some little No, story. that was the plan anyway. Yeah. And then you went to Vegas. And while they were there, they were like, hey, we can't get drunk. Let's get married. No, it was a plan anyway. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. But it was... Irrespective Were you the, the witness? Fight. No. You weren't even the official witness? No, there were a few other people with us. So are they still married? No. They got into <laughs> another fight and divorced. Mm. How soon? Did he get deported? I don't know. Mm. You're a really bad friend. I don't keep in touch with him. That's my point. An acquaintance. Acquaintance seems so bad. I mean, let a guy, you know, look, if he's going to make tor- terrible life decisions, what are you supposed to do? I mean, do? in fairness, I guess if I wasn't your official witness, too, I would remember shit about you. Uh, you, know, you know, I get it, Diggy. I get it. All right. But mm. I am, I have a, a room booked for Vegas, New Year's, four nights, the MGM Grand. So you are going back I for your big Vegas. So you're about 10 friends. So you're going to, so, so you're going to fucking do Vegas, do Vegas big style, MGM yes. Grand. Fucking riding gold lions and shit. Yeah? Yes. That's your plan. What do you what do you MGM say- Grand has uh has a pretty pretty decent uh, buffet, but the best buffet would be at the Luxor. <laughs> just just an FYI. Day two. Luxor has the best buffet. Crab don't, every day. Don't believe any a lot of people will fucking I think just to fuck with you, tell you that Circus Circus is where the buffet is at. Don't go to Circus Circus for the. Ain't buffet. no happiness at Circus Circus. But bro. do go to Circus Circus Ain't for no their for there. their holiday goblets. Ain't Those no are happiness. pretty awesome. I need to write this shit down. You will talk later. But listen, my point to you, Dickie, is what is your number one thing that you're accomplishing in Vegas? Now that you're gonna do it right. Is it just ten dudes? Are you broing out? Juice and white pussy. Damn it, Mitch. Uh, so far as you I know, you have no idea how many whores <laughs> I am with right now. <laughs> Okay, is that going to so be? So far, to know, uh, I we got three. Hey, everybody, suite. we're all going to get late. Damn it, Mitch! Sorry, three bedroom suite, three guys right now, and there's about seven other guys that I know of in other rooms. I don't know. So that's a long way to say yes. Ten dudes. I don't know the exact number and who's Forces, coming. Man, a lot of dudes. All dudes, though. You're broing out, bro. City, we bro. Might, USA. We're probably going to party in the bro. Hookers. I don't know. You're going to get a hooker. I don't know. You don't do would you get a hooker in Vegas? You're thinking about it. Do it live. You're thinking about it. I mean, why not? It's going big, right? Uh, I I mean... (laughs) Wait, wait. (laughs) I mean, look. (laughs) Let me just say this. Wait. You, sir. Oh, my God. What's happening? You, sir. Yes, me, sir. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't even say anything. Oh. Oh. 
you, sir, what you want, something. what you need is somebody to get a hooker for you. Oh, no, why are we getting hookers, B? No, no, no. I'm saying if you're going to go hooker, don't get her yourself. She will own everything you own by the end of the night. All right. <laughs> if somebody else pays for it, then you get to be, I'm Guy, this is my birthday, he's paying for it. I don't have any other money. You want to talk to that guy. Don't do that, Dickie. In which case, she can't extort from you, which she will. You thought about that way too long, bro. Me? Thought about it. No, him. Oh. He what? just. He, I wouldn't you, go for the hooker. You Here's fucking, you fucking no, turned into the thinker, no, no. son. You literally looked out towards a non existent horizon and you were like, what? I now, New Year's is tricky because a lot of girls will be dressed to the nines. That's yeah, and why they will I'm also either... be looking to rob you. And they will also be chatty and drunk like girls It's best to just to stay do. away from them. Then, then I will. You know, stay like, away from I'd women pick entirely. Up a chick legitimately with all of us, I mean. It's not please all, do me sure. a favor and text me the moment you ask a girl, are you a hooker? Which will happen. I guarantee it you. It will definitely happen. It will make definitely happen. For it just for you. It was no way that you're not getting out of a Vegas adventure four days drinking all the time without inappropriately asking a woman who's going to be like, I'm selling hot dogs right now. And you're like, I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely going to happen. I'm the drink girl. I bring you drinks while you're playing the slots. Sir, would you like to check into this hotel or not? All right, you got me. <laughs> I am a taxi cab driver, okay? I am not a hooker. <laughs> I am not even a woman. But Get out of circus. Oh, also, you can't hail a cab in, tech in Vegas. I've never hailed a cab. Okay, well, I'm just letting I've been, you know. I've been in the cab once. They're not allowed to pick you up yeah. if you hail. You gotta, you gotta wait in the lines. But you got to. You got to stand in front of a hotel, go like the in the it, where the you know in front of the right. lobby door. Well, see, if Riff Oppolis, although the way to do suggestions it, for Dickie Omar, the way to do it is you park at uh, park it like any of the the uh, uh, oh, fuck. It's killing me right now. The uh, the uh, starts with an R line of hotels. The Ritz. No, you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Nope. They're rallies. Rallies. Bally's. Bally's. That's it. Any of the Bally's hotels in Vegas. Oh, yeah. You park at any of them, which you can park for fucking four days and never move your car, and then just use the shuttles to get around. Use the shuttles. Because they come yeah. every 15 minutes, and they're free. Now, here's the brilliant part about Las Vegas, which I feel like we need to have a better discussion about. Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, and I, I, I get choked up at the very thought of it. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, I'm, of course, talking about the age-old tradition of open container laws. Yes. Uh, because I will tell you the first time that you go to a city and you just walk around just drinking, feeling oh. either the sun oh, it's so beaming good. down mm -hmm. on you. You feel yeah. like fucking Ra himself. You mm -hmm. walk around at night, this cool desert air, sometimes not that cool, very suffocating. But <laughs> nonetheless, you got just drinking hand, fine. and you just see people drinking. You see oh, uh, so jubilation, lovely. debauchery, mm -hmm. uh, and it is just an amazing thing to revel in. And you, come and you go to a normal city, and you walk around with a beer, and they call you homeless and they arrest you and you say my god what a travesty run and tell that to somebody and it, it does oh bum me out that we don't have an adult playground in this country like a real like no fucking kids 
Vegas was close, but there's goddamn kids. Like, look, I'm trying to walk around with my dick in one hand and a bottle of vodka in the other. I don't need to be running into little Susie. I mean, to right? be fair, because it's to be like, fair, hey, man, I feel like it's a pretty okay regulation. Do you know what I mean, like, you yeah. can't. Kids around, you probably should put a dick in the hand. Why are you bringing your no, kids to Vegas? What no kind kids, of terrible? I really think there's no reason for children. to come You should to Las not Vegas. be bringing there's your kids no, to Vegas. There's literally no real recreation Every, enough you know, in you Vegas. You know what there's they've been saying? Coaster, right? no, been, you know what they've me. been saying since the fucking since I was a fucking five year old was like, well, there's circus, circus. The fuck there's circus. It's <laughs> <laughs> like off the strip. It's fucking covered. <laughs> In like uh, fucking clounges, it's a disgusting. Oh my god! It's the first time fucking you actually, hideous. The first time you actually see circus, circus, because everyone always kind of oh, yeah, mentions yeah. it before yeah. you go to Vegas, and then you see it, and, and you're, you're like, just like, "That's where Vegas that's, died." Yeah, that's that's the sad yeah. Vegas that everyone always talks about. Do you know what I mean? That's where Vegas got diddled. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> it's fucking wrong up in Circus Circus, man. Oh my god! And the only reason to go there is the fucking spinning carousel bar, which I've been to Vegas 10 times, and that fucking bar has never been open nor spinning. I heard there's a... Actually, I've, I've been there twice where it was open, but it never spun. And I was like, it's spinning, it's spinning. Spinnin'. I hear at uh, <laughs> Mandalay Bay, there's a topless bar. Is that true? If you're a resident of Las Vegas, there is a lot of topless things. Yeah, if I you mean, are not, listen. expect to pay a shitload of money Dickie. for a resident to bring you in as a guest. Or Dicky. to just get in the door, if especially if you are a single man. If you go with a female, you can get you into just with, about you anywhere. Go with ten dudes, so like you, you're gonna have. You know, I mean, you know. I don't know. My point to going. you is that if you should not really be worried about topless places in Las Vegas. I, okay, it's just a rumor. I just it's not a rumor. I mean, they, they, there's like fucking there's plenty of those things. It's New Year's Eve. Yeah. There's gonna be titties just everywhere. That, yeah. that, <laughs> just don't e just don't even. I mean, you should have plenty of other things that you're worried about, like uh, not getting arrested. Because I feel like of your group. You are the most likely to get arrested. Mitch, how do you... What do oh, you, come on. What would you say? How would you classify Nicky Omar's chances of getting arrested, have, have especially given his proclivity for asking women if you are, in fact, a hooker? No, he has a, he has a high likelihood of getting his ass kicked by a woman, but I wouldn't say that he would go so far as to do anything. I think would he arrested. would ask a woman who was vice, undercover... <laughs> And then, see, that's the... That's but you know the what? One. I feel like they'd, they'd be like, oh, this sweet kid. Let me fucking... I'm going to give him some... Like, set you aside and be like, listen, here's how you fucking do this shit properly. I've been living in this town a long time. This is how this fucking goes down. I'm letting you off the fucking hook because you seem like a sweet kid. But for God's sake, man, have a little decorum. All right, look. While First I of am... all, you don't do it in front of the police station. Well. Yeah, that's, that's step numero uno. <laughs> well, I am considering... Have you ever been arrested? I haven't. See, I wouldn't figure he has. Yes. I figure everybody just kind of goes, ah, he didn't know I, any look, better. I, I was you going down to Pulvita. The same way beach. you kind of like look at a puppy and you go, well, he's shut on the carpet. But he's learning. He's learning. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put him outside for 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Dickie, I feel bad for you for that comparison. That's good, but it's so bad. It's good, but it's so bad, bro. It hurts. It hurts the accuracy. I'm sorry, you were saying. I am, I am, I gotta say, part of me really wants to go to Vegas for New Year's just to walk around behind Wendling with a camera. You are welcome oh, we to come. I would love to be the documentary crew. I would love, I would actually, worthwhile, four days following Dickie Omar in Vegas, I would be, I would be a thrilled at that, that would be a privilege. We could make a documentary called Dickie in Vegas. Yeah, we could, oh, I would be, fuck. I would be privileged to, oh, to yeah. film him in four days in Vegas and capture that just raw humanity. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 
That would be like Prometheus, son. That's what that shit is. What the fuck? Bringing the fire the to the people. No, a fucking real thing, Richard. Not a movie. No, I mean, maybe the prequel to something else. Maybe I'll go to Atlantic yes, City next. He's like trying to dig the, out of his grave right now. He's like, no, wait, that's not what I meant. I meant, oh, I meant just the no, documentary no, no. a prequel. That's God what I'm saying. You, you know how many all. documentary prequels are out there, right? Like, that's the big thing now. That's what people are doing, right? Yeah, right. Undersize me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, uh, I'm just, I'm sort of, I feel like I need to like, I need, I'm going to need like live updates or something. Uh, I would. You, you need to like, you need to like start a, a blog or a Tumblr dedicated to your New Year's Eve adventures. I have a Tumblr. I said dedicate one to that specific one. All right. Dickie in Vegas. Dickie Dickie Omar in Vegas. I don't think. Yeah. I think Dickie in Vegas is probably taken. Let's be fair. Let's yeah, could it. be. Let's could be. It. Looks like New Year's Eve is on Monday. It's, uh, okay, so New Year's. So Day what is you're, a you're doing the weekend run? Uh, I'm doing. I think 29th. We have the 29th night all the way to the second. So we'll probably come back. Good God. The third. You're in, you're in Vegas. When you're, did you book this? You're dabbling on the sweet spot. Uh, a few weeks Last ago. New Year's. Well, my friend who who's coming with us, he's a Marine. He's deployed right now. He, he hit me up saying, I'm about to go on the ship for a few months, so let's book now. $950, three-bedroom Grand View suite. That's a pretty good price for yeah, four bad. days that's for a three-bedroom three suite. Run. Uh, that's what I'm saying. You want to avoid hookers. They see a three-bedroom <laughs> suite. And they will, they will rob you blind. Oh, good oh, God. Oh, God. Don't best? bring anything that costs more than twenty bucks, Mitch. That might have been the... <laughs> you've been called Johnny Carson in his prime white, but that might have been some Mister Rogers yeah, in his gotcha. prime white fucking <laughs> Segway action, and that's why I say <laughs> that shit is go. Oh my God, that's all right, all right, fucking so, wow. Okay, wow. Aside, all right, wow. Aside, what should be on my agenda? Okay, uh, I definitely, you'll love this. This this is something you want to, this is why I usually stay at the Rio, because this, this kind of thing is free. But if you're not staying at the Rio, this would be a blast. Now, uh, if you don't know about flair bartending, it's it's quite a sight to see. Um, it's, it's, it's a fascinating thing. If this, let's see, I'm going to pour this in here. I'll, I'll, the, the, what little flair I can do, I can spin a bottle. Let me just try to make sure. I'm oh, yeah, spray me. That's about all I can do is spin oh, a bottle. Oh, so like hand. Tom Cruise. Uh... The, these motherfuckers will juggle full fucking giant bottles of vodka. Like, oh, fuck. And then pour you a drink and keep juggling. It's like they're insane. Then there's two places where they do it. The the main Bally's Casino is like where they hold. Wait, wait. Bally's like the fucking sports gym? <laughs> like, come on. No, no. It's a uh, no. Anyway. <laughs> um uh, the main Bally's Casino has has a has a is where they hold like the world conferences of flair bartending. Okay. So like they have a shitload. But the other place, and it's fucking great to go to, is the roof of the Rio, just just off the strip, and it's the roof. It's eighty something floors up. It's fucking killer, and it's scary as shit because they have stripper poles hanging off the side of the building. Oh my god! No lie. And I got to tell you, like I'm not afraid of heights, but I'm afraid of looking up. And especially from heights, and I saw a girl climb on that pole, and I fucking grabbed the ground. I was like, <laughs> I was like holding on to a to a sofa. And this guy there. sat down next to me. This was on New Year, or uh, Christmas Eve. Guy sat down next to me, and I was I was wearing my little Santa hat, and he's all, "Hey, Merry Christmas!" I was like, and I tapped his drink, and he's like, "That bitch crazy." And I was like, "Yes, 
Yes, that this bitch be crazy. definitely crazy. But up there, they have two flare bartenders inside and one outside. And the whole upstairs thing is is it's a club and it, it's all it's called. Uh, I think it's actually called like on the Rio or on top the Rio or something like that. It's pretty obvious if you go to the Rio. There's a there's an elevator that goes straight up. And the fun thing to do is lean your head against the glass, and you can watch Vegas get smaller in real time. Oh, and uh, and also you can feel like when you go back down again, that's where it's freaky because oh, you're going down at like twenty miles an hour. Well, not really, but you're going really fast down. And the elevator goes from the second floor all the way up to the roof in one shot. There's no stopping. It just goes straight up. There's so a, it's pretty fun. A and specific elevator just for the roof. Yes, exactly. Wow. Exactly. And it's a it's a kind of private club. It's like if you're not staying there, I think the cover is like forty bucks on New Year's Eve. It's likely to be sixty. I'm bringing a but it's cash, you know if you. I would suggest. I don't know how you're bringing that money because you got turned down for a loan. I would suggest going there on the <laughs> 29th that you said you're going. Yep. I would suggest. I bet you there's not going to be a lot of people up there. So go to the big place. So first. go there and and probably yeah, get in before the mad dash. Probably the other thing is while you're up there, somebody will offer you a ticket for the New Year's thing. Just about guarantee you that. What is, What do you mean New Year's thing? Well, obviously, there's going to be people. Every place that you go, they'll be. Oh, yeah. okay, I see. So, yeah. so they're probably going to be like, "Hey, if you want to come on New Year's, I'll give you a discount pass because you're here now, whatever have you." I'm just saying. I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing. Also, at the Rio, there's a there's a bar in the center of the lobby that's really cool, and the fucking waitresses you will see no hotter waitresses in your life, and they wear the just skimpiest. Just they're they're all like or just like paint on. They're shit. all just goddesses, and they just and they'll sit next to you to take your order, and you know rub your leg and be like, "What kind of what kind of drink do you want?" And you're like, "I'm just I'm just having fun." <laughs> like, is that your like, is that your yeah, impression of me? No, no, that's how oh, I sound. Okay, good. I, fucking, okay, I really thought it was impressive. Oh, okay. oh, okay. Me too. No, I, I, I literally I was just like I I, I whatever. Just I. If, I faces thing. I don't. They're just they're uh, oh, like Swedish goddesses. Um, oh fuck. Yeah, and they're just big, tall, blonde, buxom. Oh, it's awesome. Anyway, uh, so that's one thing you definitely ought to do. Um, I will say the uh, if you haven't seen the water show outside of the Bellagio, it's you know it's a hoot and a holler. Um, on the main strip, like near Paris and things like that. Uh, there's now a shopping center kind of across from the Paris. Uh, and there's a bar there that has all you can drink pitchers of uh, sangria for oh, like eight shit. bucks or some shit like that. It won't get you that drunk, but they are delicious. And after about two pitchers, <laughs> you might get a little drunk. You might start feeling a pretty good buzz. I'll probably go in, you know, hungry or something. Yeah. And it's like, it's so. Well, sort of, I'm it's, going to tell you, that is not the approach you should take in Vegas. You should really eat up. Don't go oh, with yeah, the yeah. old, don't you dare oh, yeah. start drinking with that old. Like, eat your yeah, weight, yeah, eat your weight in buffets. You will definitely get arrested by that point. Yeah. You do. You're going to want to go to circus circus because you won't believe it unless you go. You have to go just to see how depraved and fucking weird it is. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? Because, okay, I'm, again, severely unfamiliar with Vegas. So when you say Circus Circus, you're just talking about the hotel yeah. or the event. Isn't there an event that they have or some sort of show? No, it's a hotel. They have a, they have a show, but oh, okay. the show is not called Circus Circus. Right, yeah. no. no, It's a building. If you want to see a show at the Rio, there's the Penn and Teller show, which oh. is always a good time. Right. And afterwards, you get to meet them. They just stand there in the lobby and wait for people to come out. 
And uh, they'll take photos with anybody. They'll have a conversation with anybody who wants to have a conversation. They're very nice guys. Last time, not the last time, the first time I went, it was for my birthday, so right near Halloween. And I got to hang out at a fetish mega event with Penn Jillette, which was awesome. Wait, is he the one that doesn't talk? No, he's the, he's the giant talker guy, you know. Oh. And that's how I knew he was there. Because <laughs> I saw this seven-foot man in a pig face t-shirt. He's, well, he's, he's like six. He's, really he's like six, seven or something. Right. He's very tall. But he towered above everybody. Mm-hmm. You see this huge beast of a man walking through. And he's just wearing like a pig face shirt. You walk up, he just walked right past me, and I was like, Pan, I just saw your show. And he goes, Hey, thanks, man. You know, and that was pretty good. And then um, that was that was kind of it. And I just sort of like, I would follow him around and once in a while and kind of go, What's Pen doing? He really likes watching girls get spanked. That's what I figured out. Oh, nice. Of course, he could probably just tell you that. You could just ask him, and yeah. be like, yeah. He has nothing I, to hide. Is that but... a thing that you figured out? Because there was a lot of spanking shows, and wherever there was a spanking show, there was a pendulette nearby okay. going, All right. Okay. You followed followed that very abstract trail. All right, another question about Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Is this turning into your travel guide session right now? Well, no, no, we we have a lot more to go. No, we don't. All right. This is for the people at home as well. Well, go ahead. Um, Should alcohol be the only thing on the menu? No. That's the creepiest question I think yeah. I've ever been asked that in my is, life. Yeah, it's very terrifying. I'm glad you asked that here and not in it's Vegas. Because somebody's going to be like, what no, are you looking for? I was going to ask my for? friend anyway. Are listen, you asking like if listen. somebody should get you a giant bowl of Coke or something? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I don't talk no, to here's, my, here's, here's what I'm trying to tell you, okay? Right, listen, right. this is what you need to know. No, you need also a buffet on the menu. All right. Every morning, buffet. <laughs> no, God, don't God. even, listen, fuck that noise, okay? <laughs> No way, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Buffet. Oh, listen. fuck that noise. Okay, listen. You got to have a buffet a day, all right? A day. Now. Typical brown, words to live by. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Your best friend is the food center that's often a center that's got the fucking Wendy's and the Panda Express and the Del Taco and, like, all that shit. You know what I mean? You can make a hot, just jump run over there. Get your shit done. Mm-hmm. Get a real nice grub down. You're good to go. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. There's lots of real like nice in and out spots. You know, you pick up a nice little dish here. This there. It's light snacking. Okay. You got to sustain around the buffet. The buffet is the centerpiece. It's the fulcrum. It's the cornerstone. All right. You just got to keep finding other nutrients and sustenance while you're drinking. It's like a 65-35 ratio. I think it's about fair. 65 alcohol, 35 food. Okay, good. Because I the buffet is the twenty. Oh, by the way, it's called the, that. It's called, the, it's called the Voodoo Lounge. The thing at the Rio, the very roof of the Rio, Rio is called the Voodoo that Lounge. That sounds so familiar. Uh, well, there's probably it? a lot of places called Voodoo Lounge. Are you sure, it doesn't sound like nothing that you've ever heard before. Um, I've been to Texas once, and they mentioned a Voodoo Lounge. I, I'm sure that's probably a very common name oh, for a club. Is, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find a, a photo of the, the, the stripper poles I was talking about that hang off the fucking edge. Oh, man. Okay. Let me put it this way. Most of the time that you see an overhead shot of Vegas that looks out onto the strip and shows the top, that's somebody standing on the roof of the Rio taking photos. All right. Okay. It's, it's, I think it's the tallest one they have. Like, I think Don't it's answer the my question, though. What? No, one? it should not be the only thing on the menu, Richard. Well, obviously, I'm going to eat. Yeah. Well, then that's what we're saying. I'm saying aside from alcohol, okay. And now coke it's getting creepy. And heroin. Dude, yeah. Now, what are you, now, a- yeah, what are you now asking? We're like, no, you should not. Uh, uh, you should not bring barbiturates with you. What the fuck is a barbiturate? Then you're good. Good. Okay. Then All good. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh fuck my phone. See how? See how? How? That's fair. Okay. Innocent the man is. Listen. What's a barbiturate? What? What are you? What are you really trying to ask, son? What we say? You know, come is, right out and say it. Yeah, son. I, I, I what have are you not saying, had suggesting? a solid role in about. 
Yeah. Six yeah. About six months. Okay. I didn't know you like to get wet. Oh shit. <laughs> No, no, like, like two, two, three weeks no, ago, okay. I tried. It, no, it, it, you no. should not. I don't think that's the place for you. Uh, perhaps some peyote, if you can come across it. Oh, that's probably a terrible idea. <laughs> it is probably a terrible idea. I don't think I would do hallucinogens uh, in Vegas. I've I don't know that if that uh, Vegas is not really a good hallucinogen <laughs> Should I at least have a supply of weed on me? Oh, yeah, absolutely, baby. Oh, okay, we'll put that on Listen, the menu. Yeah, okay, look, I can tell you one of the uh, most tragic weed stories of my life is in <laughs> oh, Vegas. Oh, shit. Uh, and I brought it, uh, my man uh, had a bachelor Hold on, party. Quick, I'll another, just show you. Hold on a second. Hold, okay, right. well, we're going to see this, this is, right here. This is what I was talking about with the... Uh, Please? No. Now, if you... The, this is a, a this is one of those overhead shots of Vegas. This is taken from the roof of the Rio. Oh my to god! To give you an idea how it, tall up there. Which one's the MGM? The uh, the pyramid? No, you cannot see it in this photo. MGM. It's way way over here. I did. That's a Actually, it's like the last it's one crazy. on the strip. Yeah, it's like that. way at the ass end of things. Uh, but I brought I brought uh, I brought some of the uh, some of the, some of the green with me on the, on this trip, right? And All I was right. I was uh, you know I had like we just gotten there. I was ready to do the damn thing. And uh, we smoked a little bit, and then we were coming back from the pool, and uh, oh, we were, I found one of the stripper poles. Uh, <laughs> Mitch, ever vigilant. No, look, 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 check it. You can barely see it, but there's a little cage off to the right. See this little purple cage? Uh, that's where the stripper pole goes, hanging off the edge of the building. Yikes, that's uh, salary there. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure the girls just get tips. They have some. I'm telling you. That is some pole dancing for your ass. The girls up there have leg muscles, and they have to. Um, yeah, seriously, that's a workout. I mean. <laughs> that's it, tough. Um, yeah. So, I'm saying. So, I went back up to the room, right? And uh, I brought it down. Uh, in a, you know, had a little, like, you know, case for it. And I wrapped it in, in a Rite Aid bag. Okay? So, I get back to the room. Good choice. And uh, I'm, I'm looking for it, and it's gone. I can't find it. And I, I can't find my bag, and everyone's. I was like, "Oh my god, where is it?" We went to the other room because we had a couple of different rooms, and I noticed that housekeeping is in our hallway, just a couple of doors down. And I was like, "Did this bitch just throw away my weed?" And so I go to her, <laughs> and I, I, oh, I'm in the doorway, and I'm like, "Excuse me, excuse me," and I'm knocking, and she's just cleaning and cleaning, and excuse me, not, I'm a little high. <laughs> <laughs> she's not giving me any acknowledgement at all, and like finally, I just creep up on her, and I'm like, "Hey." And then she like turns around. <laughs> <laughs> it's already a bad idea. Oh, so and so, uh, she of course is a Latina woman, and uh, uh, turns out she's deaf. Oh. Uh, and so she's like, "What?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Oh fuck!" And I was like, "You didn't attempt sign language, did you?" Uh, I just was like, "Um, did you throw away a bag <laughs> in room?" And like I pointed to the room, and then she there was there was a lot of that back and forth there, and then we went. I took her to the room, and then she was like, "Oh, oh, oh!" And then and then she like says, "Oh no!" And then she like took me to the trash chute, and she was like, "Boom!" And she just pointed to it, and I was like, "Oh, damn it!" And so I just me and my man just went all the way down, followed the trash chute down. Right, we went to the front desk, and I was like, "Listen, um." <laughs> What if I told you my medication was dropped down the trash chute? Where would I go to retrieve that? And she like pointed me out. So we go, we're in the fucking deep back in Planet Hollywood Hotel. We're just in the fucking tunnels, son. Just in the tunnels. And we got a manager showing us. Takes us out to the fucking trash dock. Just dudes shoveling trash to get compacted. That's all these dudes do, man. They just fucking out there shoveling trash. And so he, he explains it. And me and this dude... 
are watching them just go through bag after bag after bag of trash from the trash chute, looking for this fucking Rite Aid bag with weed in it. And I'm just standing on the dock, just arms folded. And this has been like an hour long thing at this point. And I'm just like waiting and I'm just furious, man. And the dude was like, he's like, so, um, he's like, how would we possibly recognize it? You know, it's like, I was like, it's a Rite Aid bag, you know? And he's like, oh, Rite Aid. And he's like, uh, say, like, okay. And then later on, somebody was like, yeah, he's like, are you sure we're going to be, I don't know if we're going to be able to find it, man. I was like, do you guys even have Rite Aids out here? And he's like, no. And I was like, then it shouldn't be hard, sir. It should not be hard. And, uh, lo and behold, they never found it. Uh, and I got very drunk that night. And my, I was with my friend who was uh, the the groom to be, and uh, and uh, I was like, we need to make a detour. So we went to the security desk, and there's a big burly dude just working it. And I just proceeded to berate him for a good ten minutes, and just go off on the fact that his housekeepers show no respect for people, and you got a hotel where motherfuckers just throw shit that's on the floor down a goddamn trash chute. And he was like, I understand. So he was like, apparently, I don't really remember all of this, but my friend told me that he was very sympathetic to me, and that he was like, I, I really do understand, sir. And I'm like, I don't think you do get it, Steve. Oh, and then I kept going. Uh, but I got my shit known, okay? So what I'm trying to tell you is, bring the weed, keep it airtight. By the way, speaking of uh, big uh, surly guys, uh, can we get a shout out to, rest in peace, um, Michael Clark Duncan, Michael Clark. you could have just done a shout out, Richard. I didn't think I would ever meet anyone with worse shout out for I, him. I don't know how to do it. Ooh, finally. I've been unseated. <laughs> I have been unseated. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Wendling. That's going up the board. Wait, wait, wait. That's going up the board. I, I don't understand Shout out to Michael Clark Duncan, leading to the unseating of uh, Mitch Marzoni as the worst shout out of all time. Woo! Well, wait, wait. See I'm... you on the green mile on the other side. Oh, fuck. Oh, he was... has passed, so I may stay. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, risen up the, up the oh, ladder one rung. Wait, oh. I don't understand what this board is. It does. Uh, uh, it's just a. It's just a chronicle of of events throughout the show. Not who does the worst. No, no, no. He's merely writing down. I have been unseated. Yeah, which is what I said. I've been unseated. So that's uh, okay. that's like a chron. Do you never look at the photos posted on I Facebook? Did, did. Do you, you always wondered what the fuck is that about? What is it? Are they are they having a class? <laughs> <laughs> We're teaching people how to riff. Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, Teaching man. people how to, how to that behave in Vegas. Vegas. That, that really shocked me, though, when I saw that. You're a big Michael Clark Duncan. It was, a, it was, a, it was quite of a surprise. Yeah. Well, well he, had a, he had a heart attack a couple months ago, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah he's, he's kind of in a, yeah, very, very under the radar there. But that dude was like, uh, he, he uh, of course, uh, delivers uh, a great performance in one of my favorite movies in, uh, no, not The Green Mile. You I racist. was not going to say that. Uh, uh, Talladega Nights. Uh, Mm. Ballad of Ricky Bobby. He just, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Uh, that is that is just he is fucking Ricky great, Bobby. Right. I mean, in that movie, for him to to be the dude, and I think this is one of the things that I always get in a fucking. I will go. I'll go to war for a uh, very few Will Ferrell movies, but I will fucking fight a man for Talladega Nights because that shit is a fucking gem. I hated it the first time I saw it. I was a fucking. I was like, this is the dumbest thing. I've ever seen. And why'd you every, see it again? And because I'm a human being and I give things chances. You cold hearted automaton. Uh, and I fucking and it was like because I had a lot of friends too. To be fair, Will Ferrell movies are like that. You hate them the first time. Anchorman was the same way for me. I didn't like it until about the second. And I had a time. lot of friends. I had another good friend of mine. Shout out to my man Aaron William. 
but that's he, how you do it. Uh, he oh. had a similar thing where he's like, that movie was like not good at all. And then like we, and then he's like, I, I watched it again. And like a lot, a lot funnier than I thought. And so uh, I gave it a shot again. And every time I watched it, it get it got funnier and funnier and funnier. And then to the point that I could appreciate little things like the casting of Michael Clark Duncan as the fucking crew chief. On this NASCAR pit crew, you know, I mean, that's a fucking brilliant casting choice in that regard. For who that ought, like the the satire for that demographic, it's a very inspired casting choice. So I mean, that dude was just a fucking tour de force of humanity, a great spirit, and uh, fare ye well on the other side, Mister Duncan. This one's for you in Rivabulous. Word. Okay, I'm gonna go on to the news. <laughs> What, what more do you need to Shut know? Up, no, no, you're right, you're right. Uh, Look, you're going you're gonna to get in a lot of trouble. I can feel it now. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I want to. I want to. Um, I don't think you need to try to get in trouble in Vegas. It's kind of, I got to be yeah. honest, in Vegas, is, uh, it's, it's almost harder it. to avoid right. trouble. If you go Trouble's out. Trouble's just hanging out like a cloud in the air and Good. just sweeps by you. And you're like, ah, I'll go with it. You that. could go to you Vegas, know, try and it's, stay. It's like the wind, you know what I mean? It just knocks you over. It's ubiquitous. Like, well, I'm just in trouble. You could try and stay in your room all week, and trouble could find you. <laughs> That's how deep it is. Vegas is the kind of place that if you leave your hands too far out of your body, somebody's going to come up and say, hey, hold on to this for a minute. Shit. And you're gonna go. You have to go. I mean, you went out trying, son. Me and my man Aaron Wham encountered straight hooligans. That was. We went to a Seven Eleven run to buy more tall boy cheap beers, and we encountered some random bitches who wanted us to buy blunt for them. The white girl. Yeah, the white girl. The white girl who kept calling me nigga. Yeah, exactly. That's how that story is known, Richard. Those things just happen to you in Vegas, okay? That's how it works, son. I took a take head a, off of Don't somebody. drive the whole time you're there. <laughs> no, uh, take that. the shuttles and or taxi cabs, but shuttles are free and they're they run on time. Uh, you can do a lot of walking. That'll sober you up a little bit. Yeah, I did um, a lot of walking there when I was there. Yeah, I don't know. Have some. Just, have some, just be loose. Have some giggles. Don't be man. a bitch. Yeah. Don't be a bitch. That's rule number one. Let's come out of the bitch mode. I will say. <laughs> The craziest feeling, oh God, the craziest feeling in the world That's is good. being drunk oh at like, I'd say four or five o'clock in the morning inside the Paris. Oh man, that shit fucks because your head Because the fucking ceiling is painted like dawn. It's sky, dude. It's oh, fucks but your it's painted like it's painted like it's about four or five in the morning on in like the middle of summer. Yeah, so you'll walk in like because what happens is all those hotels along that part of the strip are yeah. connected. So, like, you walk, you can walk through, like, six hotels and not even realize that you're in a different hotel. And it do, and by the time you get to the Paris, you forget how long you've been in there. There's no clocks, and you're not right. looking, There's and you're drunk. pumping. And you're, like, and you walk into the Paris, and you go, oh, my God, is it already, like, six in the morning, seven in the morning? And you can't, you they, you can't remember that when you walked into the first hotel, it was midnight. And now it's, like, one. Or but, you, like, in your head, you're, like, right. Or you walk in at early? night. I mean, yeah, I've done the yeah. other thing where, like, the first time I walked on the Paris, we, like, went in at, like, like 11, 30, 12, something yeah. late at night. And, like, you just walk in and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. It, how long it, have I been why, here? How did I miss the sun? Like, that is the kind of thing you say to yourself. Like, You where? are convinced that you're outside. <laughs> yeah. It's impossible 
Like, because if you don't look up, I mean, if you don't look up, your your peripheral vision is convincing you that you're hanging out outside and it's about five, six in the morning. Right. It's very strange. Shit is wild. Son. It's strange because you don't even need to roll. Son. Because the way that the, the light looks, it looks like it's telling you it's time to go home now, which you think would be the worst place to gamble. Right. But it's crazy. It's, uh, it's no. Is MGM gambling bad for, for days. gambling? I guess they're all bad. I don't Listen, there's no place that's I good don't for gamble. gambling in Vegas. Right, right, Give right, that right. idea. I don't right now. So Mitch, I don't do that kind of gambling. That's how we'll end our Vegas segment. Ladies and gentlemen, right, at home in Rivopolis, there's no good place for gambling. All right, I'm going to. All right, right back. you can do that. Okay. Uh, so this happened in uh, Florida. Florida! I'll see you. I'll see you. Florida teacher faces firing for placing the cone of shame on the students. No, say words, son. Now, I wait, am in favor of the cone of shame. Oh, no, no, I mean, no, 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 I'm all no. about this cone of shame. Oh, there's even a picture on the wall. Oh, I mean, I realize son. it's like the dog cone of shame. No, I mean, damn, It's the son. same kind of cone you'd put around damn, a dog's head. If, it, if you have a like, dog that gets a surgery, this is for people at home that yeah. are just listening. Uh, uh, if you've got a dog that like just got surgery and they're not supposed to like itch their leg uh, with their teeth like they'll do, or, or lick themselves or you know whatever, and you put that cone around, it's just like that, only I'm a human. It's it's the uh, same thing they get after yeah after to proceed, punish yeah. misbehaving students. Oh, that shit looks like it looks like straight up whole. Oh man, it looks like she just fucking. It was on and students who arrived late or acted up in class. I don't see what problem is. I don't. This is not abuse. It's you, a cone you, of shame. Mitch, shame you, these motherfuckers. Surely you just. Surely I don't see the problem. Surely you just on a teacher in a public education facility placing a cone of it's shame. It's not painful. Around it's not harmful. It's the shame and indignity of it. If you're acting up in class, you're disruptive. As a man, what are you gonna here's do? Here's my point to you about here, these okay, children. I'm gonna get out real. Of right now. I'm gonna go real to the veil. All right, okay? all right. I had a lot of tardies as a fucking kid because my mm -hmm. parents are always working and shit. So like. You know, like people getting up late and whatever, and not be able to make it to school on time. So, like, my fifth grade teacher, Miss Hunter, like collected my tardy slips on the fucking thing, and it was just like a running joke of how late I was. And the fucking shame of that by itself as an acknowledgement was so deep rooted that I still feel it to this day. I don't need some sort of plastic cone with a photograph and forever photographic. It's not. No, no, no. No, no, no. The no. students took that photo. I know they did. The teacher didn't go. The students oh, are assholes, bro. Right. I don't need. If that's imagine if okay, my hold on. No, let me ask you a question. My right, point though is the students did not fucking like. You know what I'm saying? If I had a fucking cone of shame on because I had all these fucking tardies and someone fucking had a disposable camera and took a picture okay, of me. Okay, okay, but and let they me pass that uh, around. Me, everybody. Let me ask you a question it's, because here's what I'm thinking, and I don't. I'm not. I don't know this teacher, but I'm just thinking this. When you showed up late to class, you were, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm ashamed, I'm, I'm real sorry about this, I'm yeah. really, you know, blah, blah, right? You weren't showing up to late and then be like, I'm fucking here, let's do some classes, or whatever, <laughs> right? You weren't doing that, uh, all right? You were like, you were, you walked in like, a, like an ashamed dog, like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know why I peed on the rug, half, whatever, right? Half, like you, what about half of that? Okay, well, a couple times. The second hey, part. motherfucker, sorry I'm late. I just was reading all night. Uh, yeah, a couple times. Yeah, so if you're, I, I'm more talking about the acting up in class because the, I know these those days, kids. It's like though. a lot I of knew like those kids. There's a lot of like uh, Here's, these days with with parents getting super involved in in things where where they want to 
you got to have all these meetings. Like the, the, It used to be that the teacher had to go to the parents and say, you know what Johnny's been doing in class today. Now it's the other way around where the, the parents will go to the teachers and be like, I understand you're teaching this today. Uh, okay, now here's here's, so here's what I'll these say. Kids is that they're in control. I, ha- I, knew, shame. I knew those kids, man. Right. I, I knew those. No, no, man. I and mean, I guess this is the thing where it's like, I knew the kids who in my elementary school, you know, who were like wild, out of control problem kids. And you think about some of the things that happen. I think about some of the things that happened when I was in a fucking first grade, man. And and you think about if those things were to happen in the classroom today and the ramifications of it because of the social media and then the, the age that we live in. I remember uh, uh, this girl who, you know, all the way K through five, I don't even know if she made it through to fifth grade. She, I think she just was so problematic. She had to go to a different school, but uh, it was in our, go. it was in a first grade class. She's a black girl. She uh, uh, was, you know, a little bit bigger, but she would act out all the time. Very aggressive, very much a bully, you know, just, tormented everybody you know she was not very kind to anyone at all and there was a time when the teacher left miss science left our first grade class and she got up on the desk and started dancing and stripping and there's four students what grade was this this is first grade oh shit. there's four students okay Jesus. there's four individual desks facing each other forming tables that's how our classrooms are set up i believe so she's on top in the middle she's a big girl okay and she's dancing and dancing and she would wear these you know kind of hiking combat boots and <laughs> uh shut up richard and uh and she eventually collapsed everything the tables collapsed kids fell you know and like the science came back in and she was like what happened you know, and obviously it was a thing that had to be discussed. Mm-hmm. But if you put a cone of shame on that girl, you are literally just giving fuel for the dysfunctional, self-destructive fire that is her life. Sure. So my point is that... I'm still talking about high school. Here. I get it, though, bro. But my, by the point that that girl, if she even made it to high school, what the fuck is a cone of shame going to do? Do you know? That's my point to it's you. Even because worse. I knew like there was another kid and all the kids that had these problems were minorities and I tested into the gifted and talented program. So that's why I have been so self-aware from a very early age because that was the black girl in the class in first grade, you know? And so the other like black kid that I had like he wore this like huge trench coat all the time and like you could tell that like shit was like kind of like everyone was very suspicious of him, do you know? And like for good like, he seemed like shit was kind of, you know, he like he might steal some shit or whatever, you know? And like he there was some incidents and he would have incidents and like there was the Hispanic kid who brought nunchucks to our fourth grade class and finally got expelled, you know? And I was the dude that he showed the nunchucks to. He took me <laughs> into the fucking closet and he pulled the nunchucks out of his backpack fucking like beaming like a goddamn Cheshire cat and was like, "Check out what I brought." And I was like, Oh shit! Right, right. <laughs> and I was a huge Ninja Turtles fan. I knew what nunchucks were. You sure. can't fuck around with no nunchucks. You ain't supposed to have Michelangelo no. Michelangelo got right? that. Again. You ain't supposed to have no nunchucks, Mario. That's what a fucking turtle has. Was his name really Mario? Yes. Oh shit. So I'm saying, son, like the fucking like this shit was re- like like those were the minority kids that I was with. That's the kind of pressure that you feel. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on at home for those people? And I guess my point is, like, I get why the Kona Shane has a certain appeal. But on the other hand, if you really give a shit about somebody's humanity and giving them a chance to educate themselves, not just about the world, but about how they themselves function in the world and how they perceive themselves in the world, 
then the worst thing that you could do is put a cone of shame on them because you're literally just giving social then gasoline what would you, to their friends. What would you do to a kid who's acting up and being extremely disruptive in high school class? I kick him the fuck out, son. I kick him out. Then he has no opportunity to learn. And that's the, that's the thing that you got to fucking... I can't fucking give you the self-awareness to realize your opportunity. But what I, can, what I definitely won't do is shame you and make you feel like you have a certain stigma on you that you can't escape from. I'll give you another example. I, I, like, like, Can I get a bottle of water? Yes. Here's, here's the, I remember this day so vividly in high school. This is a better example for you. In high school, I think I was a freshman, and I, I tested into a higher-level Spanish class because I had been taking Spanish since I was in elementary school kindergarten because that was a thing that was happening for gifted and talented kids in Texas. You were, like, taking Spanish all the way through because that's what's coming. You know, prepare yourself for, all the, bueno. for the race war. Uh, shout bueno. out to Julian Castro. Muy uh, bueno. So this kid comes into our, our Spanish class, and the guy who ran the class was a total douchebag. He later grew a mustache, looked like a pedophile, like just like the El worst. douchebagio, exactly. as they say. Uh, and so this kid, he was a black kid, you know, uh, he came in. He was one of those guys who talked a lot in class, you know, was very just listless, didn't really give a fuck, didn't seem to be taking anything seriously. He came in like 20, 30 minutes late one day, and the fucking the teacher lost his shit. When the kid sat down, he just he stopped talking and he goes, you know what? You're a fucking loser. You are a goddamn loser. You're never going to amount to anything. You don't care about your life. You don't care about my class. And you're a loser. And he berated him for five minutes like that. And then class went on. And I remember talking with my friends after that moment. And we, I said, listen, that moment either turned that kid's life around and gave him the most hateful, spiteful ambition you could give a person or he was just fucking crushed. Yeah. There's no middle ground there. At that age, probably crushed. There's no middle ground there. And I guess that's my point is that, like, I see these fucking things and, like, yeah, it seems like a cute thing. But, like, I have witnessed the destruction of a human being by the people who were supposed to be educators doing something like that. And it, there's, no, there's no gray area, bro. That kid remembers that moment. And if he doesn't remember it, it's only because he put himself in a fucking spiral of self-destruction as a result of it. You don't come back from that, dude. But this is ninth grade. This is he was older than me. No, no, no. I'm saying this particular story. Oh, uh, who knows? Who knows? It's high bro. school. I mean, by that point, man, it's Lord I mean, of the Flies. In high school, it, 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 you don't know any better. Like even doing that, it's it's a slap on the wrist, and you don't know what the slap is for. I think I think you severely discount, especially this day and age. I think you severely discount the the effects and the look. Brutality I, I'm just saying, school. like in my high school, uh, both of the high schools I went to, uh, and I even went to a nice school. I, I had I had seen some bad kids. Uh, oddly <laughs> enough, the best behaved kids uh, were the night school because they'd already been kicked out of every fucking other school. That it was like, listen, this is literally your last fucking chance. Yeah, it's either this or like whatever your parents threatened you with, you're getting. Or like, you know, and you don't get an education. So like they, the rules were really lenient in night school. They didn't care that much about tardiness. You were on your honor system, basically. They didn't do roll call. There was teachers who cursed. Uh, you could walk outside the class and smoke a cigarette if you needed to. They didn't give that much of a shit. Uh, but I learned more in night school than I did in day school because they fucking got down to the goddamn curriculum and they got the shit handled. And I was like, I should just go to fucking night school. But then I was like... <laughs> Nah, they don't have a graphic design class in night school. Stay in my day school, but <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, uh, Horizon, uh, the first school I went to. I mean, we had fucking crazy, crazy kids out there. 
uh, you know, we had stabbings and every other thing. Um, and it wasn't like, you know, in the, in the street, uh, or ghetto or whatever have you, it was just, uh, entitled kids, uh, being able to get away with their entitlement because of their parents and for who their parents worked for and all these kinds of things versus just kids, you know, just cause it wasn't like an expensive neighborhood. It's just that a lot of people, it, the, the culture of Phoenix really was like parents who didn't have that much money in their town moved to Phoenix and now they're fucking rich because in Phoenix a little goes a long way so they could move from say a modest home in California to a fucking mansion in Phoenix in the yep. fucking yep. 80s and 90s so they were nouveau riche and treated their kids as such so now I can buy my kid anything he wants you know brand new car here you go Johnny that kind of thing and so um you know there was a kid in my science class who on his walk to class got kidnapped by another student and held at gunpoint all the way to fucking Compton. Oh, you, yeah, I remember that. Right. You told, yeah. Yeah. I remember and that I'm too. telling you, like, that's, that's a, and he just like fucking a, dropped him off, right? Yeah. He was like, uh, drive right, me to Compton. Like, Thank, yeah. Basically, thanks for the ride and got the fuck out. <laughs> Never saw that kid again. Yeah. So you went to high school in uh, Phoenix and then yeah. here? No, no, both, both of them were in Phoenix. That was in oh, Phoenix. Okay. That was in Paradise, or no, not Paradise, but it was Horizon High School, which was, Basically, also is that right next to Scottsdale? Yes, it was. Okay. Yeah, now, Scottsdale was like not really a town. It was just sort of now it's like the Beverly Hills of Phoenix or of Arizona. It's it, it yeah, it very quickly became one of those things where people. I'm not from Phoenix. I'm from Scottsdale. And I was like, oh fucking whatever. You know, like it was it was a it, yeah. it was just a, a simple bordering system. It Shout would be, out to it, White Flight. It's it's like the people who are very particular about they live in Silver Lake and not Hollywood. And well, like, all right. I mean, but I mean, it makes sense if you're talking to somebody in that city because you want to give them a, a reference for where you live. But right. Scottsdale and Phoenix, metropolitan Phoenix, is fucking enormous in its in its vastness and its size. That to say you're in Scottsdale is like I'm one block up from this part of Phoenix. It didn't really mean anything. You could have just said your cross streets, which is what everybody else did. Right. Anyway, whatever. So I'm going to move on because 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 I have to see Teddy's uh, real quick. Uh, my uh, my okay. boss actually owns uh, or his grandson owns a large part of uh, Phoenix or not Phoenix. Yeah, uh, probably about 200 homes in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So we always deal with uh, Phoenix homes there. If anybody needs a home, just let me know. are you pimping houses right now? Uh, what no. do you think this is? <laughs> I think this is some kind this of game. Not real I'm, I'm just plugging. I'm just plugging. You know. All right. Uh, so I wanted to show this. I wanted to show this video to Teddy. Houses. This adorable oh, sea otter. Bringing what? these fucking Wait, sea otters into this. Cups and shit. You're bringing oh, the sea otters into this. I love me some a... sea otters. Now listen. Look at this now sea listen. otter Wait stacking. Wait a minute. Wait stack a it. Minute. You throw it some cups. Listen. Hold on. You stack it. You just throw it some cups right here. Have have some cups. Look. And the sea otter will Hold put on. the will stack the cups in the order of size. It's like, okay, that's not the right size. Let's see. I got this. I got this. Yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah bam. Stacking cups, say baby. Word. 92. Oh, and then he brought it back? Yeah. Look at watch. Yo. Three. Oh, out wait, of order. he's scooping these motherfuckers and stack. Oh, wait. Get the water out. Get the water out. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, wait a minute, I'm missing one. There it is. There's ah. the one I'm missing. Now I got him. There you go. There you Have go. your cuts back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're doing it again. Oh, wait. We're doing this yeah. again. Wait, wait a working. minute. Wait a minute. Oh, Hold on this. a second. Why you... Taking them apart and put them back together Yo, again. You see how crazy he's looking yeah. at her the whole time while he's stacking these cups. Yeah. 
shit. Oh, motherfuckers, they're stacking <laughs> oh cups, son. Now, hold on. No, son. No, wait, son. Wait, hold on. There, so wait, this wait, is hold where on. it gets Sorry. better. No, oh, it gets else. better. I don't see none of those. This same honor, okay. Nelly. We got one otter. What? We didn't train the smartest otter in the world. Hold on. This 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 otter. This, I'm coming for your home, Nelly. You might want to you might want to like watch your ears for this right, part. Because when Teddy sees this, right. oh, because Teddy's gonna make a noise. Not, he's not the going. Video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Teddy is gonna is lose shit? his Mitch, shit. Mitch, Mitch. This sea otter talks. No, no, no. Don't no. spoil it. No, no. That's what it says. No. Sea otter talking. Mitch. What? You don't say. Really? Okay, can I just say this? Yes. This is what I heard when I listened to it. What? And when you listen to it again, it will freak you out. Okay. The otter says red rum four or five times. <laughs> and then when she says, what did you say? It says murder. Oh. That's what I'm telling you. So red rum and then murder. What? Listen. Red rum. Red rum. You don't say. Red rum. Really? How come? Tell me you didn't I hear murder. I heard red rum. I heard a red rum. Oh my god! I'm Those last two, two you hear murder. I heard a red rum. I Those heard last two rum. you hear murder. Listen. Bad enough. Listen. So. Really? <laughs> oh, I didn't play that last part. See? Oh my god. As I heard murder. So I'm just telling you. Teddy is now scared of sea lions instead of dogs. Sea otters. Sea otters. Sea otters. No, Teddy's been afraid of anything with thumbs for a long time. Us? No, anything with thumbs. We have thumbs. Uh, okay, non-humans. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's afraid of some humans as well, but oh, yeah. but he worries. I know he's afraid. Now, I didn't show him the last half a second of the video. I, he'll fall out of that chair if I do, I think. I'm prepared to catch him. Uh, good luck, buddy. Wow. Uh, you know. wow. Okay, I got a lot of things to say. Hold right on, now. hold on. I didn't uh, show nope. you the last nope. part of the video. I'm, I'm getting nope. into position. Nope. Hold on, here we go. Oh. Because I heard, I'm telling you, you tell me if you hear right. murder right here. When, right before she says, how come? And then he says it again. That's murder. Hold on, watch this. Really? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, son. Yeah. Oh, fuck kittens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was telling that Wendling didn't know that, about your uh, opposable thumb theory. Listen. If you gave that honor. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> what? Oh, what? I heard, Mitch, listen. Do you okay? Do we know how otters and sea lions are related? Do we know how to, do we know? Is sea otter? Murder. Really? Do you know? We have trained sea lions to fucking. Can they handle armed weapons? Son, they got sea lions underwater in the they're fucking stacking cups and no, shit, so man. They be stacking cups. I can't remember what it is, what it is specifically, but we fucking like have trained them to like when it comes to uh, defusing uh, uh, nuclear. Uh, you thinking of dolphins? No, I'm not thinking of dolphins. I'm talking about sea lions, motherfucker. Get it straight. Oh, sea lions. Okay, sea lions. See, that's why I'm asking what the connection is. Okay, it's because we have fucking trained them military style to go and sea uh, lions are the ones to, that go. Or or, yeah, or, they fucking. The big they, yes, yeah. Okay, I'm not sure. I think I'm not sure. It's in that family, okay. But in terms of like undersea bombs and things of that nature, we have trained them. We have trained them to like go lines. and be able to like fucking like identify them and shit. And like if someone comes to like fucking stack, like put a tracker on them. If someone's playing, like we have trained these motherfuckers in our own military, son. What I'm saying is, it ain't no coincidence. They no red rum. These been plotting a revolution for eons, b. Okay. Now when it comes. If they get a thumb, they're going to take the whole weapon. What? It's smarter than that. 
Look, dolphins, walruses, sea lions, sea otters. That's a fucking fearsome thing, okay? All right? Look, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. I welcome our sea otter overlords. <laughs> what are their names? I, for one, would like to welcome <laughs> our sea otter overlords. Look, look. Man, I don't know why you keep discounting me, Mitch. Why would we keep... I fucking... First of all, I discovered lemurs you know got thumbs. I discovered sea otters can talk, okay? You know what else is in that episode? Killer, the f- following kill- people are gay. That was, that was the next line. <laughs> <laughs> and since we've only got five minutes left before the end of the world... It's the other thing, too. Like, we got fucking uh, animals that be serial killers and shit, like orcas, all right? Like, I'm just... I'm just I don't know why motherfuckers are so skeptical. That they don't know about murder. Son. This is so cute. Fuck, that's the decoy, baby. But he doesn't know the definition. You think that Seattle doesn't know the definition of murder? It can no. stack cups, mother. Uh, it can stack a fucking cup. It knows what Seattle murder is. Seattle will fuck some shit up. Actually, they will sh- fuck some shit up. They will fuck your world up, son. The I'm cutest, human the cutest things in nature will fuck your world up, son. Do you, you, ever, see, you ever seen a wet otter? I mean, wet koala. Yo, they use koala noises for the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, a wet koala like will ruin noises. your impression. Will ruin your impression. As four, and a koala was one of them motherfuckers. All right, so it was a dog. Oh wait, no, it wasn't. What was it? Fucking lions and shit, being horses. Are you scared of horses? I love horses. Oh. All right, so this is a wet, <laughs> Mr. Wenman. This is a wet koala. That's a wet koala. All right. Now, now you, how Instantly cute and cuddly are they? Of World of Warcraft when okay? I saw that. Okay, okay. Yeah, nature got your ass. Rom. Got your ass. Nature will murder. Like, that sounds like spiders, son. Spiders always be, like, setting up shit. And you'd be like, oh, like, yo, like, that's fucking You're awesome. okay with spiders? I'm not okay with spiders. Oh, okay. I'm not okay, son, but I'm saying they always be luring motherfuckers in. They'd be like, yeah, like, come on up. Like, if you look at some of the spiders and the way they've evolved to capture their prey, the shit is so fucking devious, and they always leave these motherfuckers whole, son, while they just suck the nutrients out of them. This shit is the worst way to die in all kinds. Ants are the mucks fucking diabolical motherfuckers. These ants in the rainforest be setting up traps on trees, and the fucking bugs come up, their legs go through a hole, the ants are waiting in the hole to rip their fucking limbs to shreds. That's how fucking nature rolls, son. What I'm saying is, everybody thinks these motherfuckers is cuddly. These are all killers. Son, these are killers, B. If you could do gangland in nature, everything would be in prison. Everything. There you go. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's about how it rolls with Teddy and and his theory on things with thumbs. Can we please move away from animals? <laughs> it, it's obviously right. making him uncomfortable. Oh, what? No, well, I'm comfortable. I, oh, I'm no. comfortable. Y'all ain't comfortable. Chair, I'm yes. ready for the revolution. I, I'm... <laughs> I do this to him about once a month. I come across an animal story that I can't wait for Teddy to I hear. I just happen to be here for it. Oh, that... It's just unfortunate, like, if, if I come across an animal story on a Tuesday, because I have to hold on to it and not say anything for, like, almost you a whole understand. week. This motherfucker be terrorizing me with the animal stories. Yeah, yeah. It's, when to he sent me the picture. That pic- does look photoshopped. Was, to be fair, that would eat your face if you came after its what, kids. What was the one that was, like, after its kids. the dolphin in the window? No, no, no. The dolphin, they were trying <laughs> to... Like they were, oh, yeah, they are trying to communicate with dolphins. Teddy oh, yeah. fucking... Flipped his goddamn lid when we were. When By I, the way, did you know dolphins rape? Yes. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, my you don't know told, shit about my dolphins. My mother told you me. Don't know, that's I'm awkward. scared of dolphins. Well, we they they also, rape people. They also beat the living shit out of the uh, like the the younger ones and stuff like that. And use them as toys for uh, sharks. Uh, uh, fucked up. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Dolphins are evil. That's what I'm saying, son. If Dolphins ever got thumbs, the game but is then, over, B. We didn't kill these motherfuckers. I argue. Yeah, that, watch the code. I argue that they watch really the just code. really like humans. They so like, like nobody. Cool. Watch the code. Japan has ruined it for everybody when it came to Dolphins and the motherfucker who started Flipper. The two of them are going to lead to the death of human beings when Dolphins rise up in 2345. You're welcome. Negarophilus out. When do you think they'll be remaking that one? Remaking what one? Oh, Flipper. Oh. They'll never remake Flipper this smart. Oh, they're remaking everything. They never remake Flipper this smart, bro. They may remake a lot of movies, but let me tell you something, Hollywood. I better see a fucking Homeward Bound remake before I ever see Flipper in theaters again. Homeward Bound was shit. Shout out to Michael Did J. Did you Fox. know there was an internet cat video festival last yeah, year? Yeah, the Everything really? Is Festival. The yeah. Walker Open Field Internet yeah. Video Cat yeah. Festival. Yeah. Internet yeah. Cat Video. Yeah. Yeah, man, I heard about that. I did not know that. Yeah, hmm. crown the greatest internet cat video there is. Oh, I like their their pick. Yeah, a little was bit. The, was the one with the two cats talking. You know, I went to the Everything Is Festival. Actually, I, w- I was at that. I was at the uh, event with uh, me and uh, the lady. Went to uh, the event where Nick Offerman was. Uh, I don't know where that is. That's uh, Nick Offerman is. Uh, no, I know who Nick Offerman. Oh, is. everything was at the uh, uh, the silent theater that's on Fairfax. Okay. Uh, for the most part, everything was down there. I can't remember the name of the theater. Did you get your tickets for Riot LA yet? Uh, I've not got my Riot LA passes. What's yet, Riot so. LA? Riot LA is an alternative comedy festival here in Los Angeles, put on are, by are you guys a friend of the show, Abby Launder. Shout out to Abby Launder, Riot LA. Again, that's how you, I, Richard. Don't September twenty first, twenty second, twenty third, bitches. <laughs> Downtown LA, Richard, what it Richard is? Richard straight up did one of these. <laughs> <laughs> and for people at home that don't know, he did, did a little of that salute uh, that <laughs> white people shouldn't ever do. You got to watch them 45 degree angles with the open palm. Yeah, bro. You know what's ironic? You can do it with a fist. That's fine. Solidarity, brother. Solidarity. You you can do that. You know what's ironic? I work Um, for Jews and I'm half Jewish. Oh, good God. God damn it, Richard. Why are you doing it? Two and one up for this. (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you what, man. I mean, this guy. It's just. How is it that every time we bring you on the show, which is only the second time, and you do it to 100%? (laughs) That's true. There has been <laughs> there has been a two hundred percent anti-Semitic. Uh, I didn't uh, say that I was against Jews. That's last time, son. We had to walk you through I that. I remember that. Either. Yeah, last we time we walked you through this. I didn't son. have a choice anyway. Yes, you did. It was called not talking. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> Good times. Good times. I uh I uh didn't I I didn't have a lot of news this week. Right, uh, LA, get your passes everybody. Uh, LA, get your passes. Uh, next no, week you Wednesday you were going to show me so oh, it was at the video that, that was the video show, I was going to show you. Show you yeah, with the with the sea otter saying That's red fair. rum murder. That was uh That's fair. That We could do life. a little. We could get a little bit of that old uh, laborious riffing in. Laborious uh riffing. You, had, you yeah. had some things that you wanted. You had some of those articles that you uh chatted me. I don't know if you want to slip those in now with Dicky Omar in here, but it might be a nice cap. He might be a good person off for some perspective. Yeah, but I don't remember what they were now. Send me on the old on the old Facebook in the, uh, in the the message, message archive. Yeah, message, yeah. This would be the most boring minute and a half of the show. While no, I do it's that. gonna be real good, no, Richard. Right. Richard, I, yes. What are you going to say can right I, now? Can I continue to exonerate myself? <laughs> you have not started, but go ahead. I would love to hear that. <laughs> uh, I actually want to talk to you guys about the project I actually have in the works. Okay, go ahead. Uh, it's with Dusty, yeah, Ralph, yeah, and uh, you know Devin Clark. I've heard that name. Funny guy. 
And uh, this is him pitching his project, bro. You were terrible at pitches, dude. I liked how you got excited at long. You, oh, I'm pitching now. Oh, and then you're like, (laughs) that was a uh, a good impression of you. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) I I, I try. Uh, It's it's basically uh, robot chicken, Mm -hmm. but it's um, instead of claymation, of course, it's uh, sort of cartoons, different animations between 2D and 3D, all unique depending on the the episode or the the sketch itself. 30 to a 30 seconds okay. a minute. I'm going to stop you. Uh, what does all unique but mean? All unique but what is that? Uh, uh, they're all going to be different mm-hmm. because every sketch is obviously going to be different. But right. let's say we have a sketch on dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. The next time we revisit dinosaurs, if we choose to, will be the same animation. Okay. Different from the rest. I got okay? you. All right. So uh, right now, there's a ton of sketches in the works where they're recording constantly and I'm looking for animators. Mm. Um. The name on the project is Platoons with a capital T. I get it. I see what he did there. I didn't. I, didn't. I see that. Oh, I didn't. I didn't come up with it. We, we brainstormed. Oh, I'll have to listen to this episode no, tomorrow. And... No platoons, Mitch. Platoons with a capital T. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. I hope yeah. you're hungry. Wendling serving up zingers. <laughs> Oh, I got another singer. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Ready? This is just going <laughs> to... Now, now ask yourself this question. Do you want to bury a zinger with another zinger? I swear to God, if you say anything about the Jews, really. <laughs> <laughs> what is the world coming to? Oh, my God. Is that is that you talking to yourself, or are you asking? No, this is, this this is, is like a setup that, for a that joke. I saw and I want to share what, with you. I I don't know what is the world coming to. I hope it wasn't an anti-Semitic popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have? They still have those Hitler pops. They still got those Reich pops. All right, you ready? Oh my God, mostly porn. Oh, I I I mean I okay. Yes, yes. And some pedophiles are fucking immature cunts. But, you know, look, that's just bad taste. <laughs> Did he, he Teddy's, say anything? <laughs> Teddy's face is covered in shame right now. He's just covering don't his you face. Dare, don't you dare touch my beer with your beer. Don't you dare. Don't you even fucking fathom that we could touch glasses. All right. How dare you, sir? How, How dare, dare you? you? <laughs> I said good day, good day. sir. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you I know think... what we should do. Oh, oh do we have. I don't know how much. Uh, I mean, much... we got. We got. You know what? Maybe we could bring out some Google Feud with uh, Dickie oh, Obama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think What's this might Google be. Feud? A... Have you ever listened to the show? Um, once upon a time. I'm, I'm busy. Remember? Yeah. Well, I hope that koala eats your face. I hope. I hope everybody listens. Uh... Look up the koala I'm talking about right now. And imagine that, and then look up Richard Winland. I know, sadness. But then, imagine the quality in his face. Let's play some Google Feud. Mitch, explain Google Google Feud. Feud. You ever watch Family Feud? Nope. No, but I know the general As a wee Winland. Do you? Okay. On on Family Feud, they'd put a question up on the board uh, that would survey says and all that, right? Right, right, They'd put something up. Five things you wish your husband would do more often. Whatever, right? And then they'd go out on the street and they'd interview people. And uh, try to then your your job in the audience was to or, or as a panelist rather was to guess what people would commonly 
how people would commonly answer that. Right. No, I understand that. Right. And you'd get points for, you know. Well, these days we use Google. Uh, since Google will autocomplete partial sentences for right. you, um, the most popular things that people finish that sentence with will come up. They show 10 of them, right? Right. So we here come up with a partial sentence and then try to guess three of those suggestions. An example might be, for instance, why does my girlfriend, and one of the popular search ones might be, uh, uh, treat me like shit, or cheat on me with dudes who have bigger dicks, or whatever. I'm I'm looking back through, uh, it's been a while since we played that episode where I kept, uh, kept getting in that time you slept with that whore. Yeah. <laughs> my answer. Uh, uh so so <laughs> give us a partial search query uh to start with and then we guess we just take a guess for for 3 of right. the You've looked through some ten. of the previous episodes. I actually haven't, but I will now. Oh my god. You didn't tell me this fucking guy, huh? <laughs> It's like you come into my house. All right, all right, all right. So I'm I'm gonna pose the question. I'm yes. gonna pose the yeah, question. Partial okay. partial so search a, query. A prompt, all right. if you will. A partal search query. Don't yes. run the notebook with you. Are you are you ready? Are you ready? I am ready. Uh okay. like I've got what color should my was one. Did you hear kids about... these days? My parents are. Okay. You see what are I'm you saying? Ready? I, I have one. There. Okay. I'm ready. What you got? What rhymes with? Okay. And we're all supposed to write something. Though. Are we gonna do this? And this will be just stupid, fucking easy. But all right, now you have till the end of the song. Just stupid easy. Got it, got it, got it. Boom, do ha. Okay, Richard, you are Richard, up first. Start it off. Did you write more than three answers? First yes. of all, yes. you only go with three. Supposed answers. to only do three. Yeah. Right, I got to cross three. out those last two. Yeah. Uh, that's that's how your top three works. Okay. okay. No, you don't get to pick and choose. Oh well, fuck all it. All right, fine. Let's, go, Richard. All right, what all you right. got? Orange. You got? Mm-hmm. Damn it. California mm-hmm. and bitches. Teddy, uh, I too went with what rhymes with orange. Mm-hmm. Uh, what rhymes with balls? Mm-hmm. Uh, to play to the uh, windling graphic. Uh, damn it. Uh, well, that was a pointless search. Uh, and what rhymes with you aren't my real dad? Oh, all right. Okay. I got. That's a good one. I like that one. I'm going to win this. Uh, what rhymes with orange? Damn. Yeah. Uh, uh, what rhymes with purple? Oh, I didn't want to be that cheap. You ain't no good. And what rhymes with Richard and comedy are also in a Mexican standoff? <laughs> All right, I, I get the joke points. one. All right, see, that's how I'm going to win this shit. Damn it, I haven't gotten a good joke uh, points that's in a while. Good. That's good. What rhymes with, I was originally going to go with what rhymes with online tool, but okay, what rhymes with orange? Ten points all around. That's one point. 
Fox did? Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. All right. <laughs> it's been that I long. thought we were doing the other one. Okay, long. it has That's been that one. So what cheesy. rhymes with you? Life, world, me, time, love, heart, day, beautiful. Okay, well, I guess I thought so. for sure purple was going to be in. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. stunned. All purple. right, so I got three, I'm you got stunned. you each got one. I'm stunned. No, purple. actually, I'll give you I'll give you some points for the yeah, for the dad thing. Bad. Okay. I'm, taking, I'm taking one. I'm taking one. So is it my turn now? Yes. Okay. All right. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Uh, all right. Let's see what I got here. Pour it down. Okay. I already know what mine's going to be, so I'm going to write point. mine down. Fair point. Okay. Uh, here we go. This is mine. Um, I can't stand. Ooh. I already know one of Richard Wendling's. Well, that uh, was my answer, actually. Um. All right, you ready? Here we go. Here we okay. go. Wait, you can't. You can't start writing. Let's do it. Can't write. Okay. Good. Now. Okay. Okay. Finito. <laughs> All right, man. I'm in it okay. to win it. Hey, All right. I wanted to hit a outro. Sorry. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right. Uh, uh, start it off. I okay. can't stand. <clears throat> I can't stand poverty. Mm-hmm. I can't stand to be alone. Mm-hmm. I can't stand Republicans. <laughs> when looks like I hear that. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. All right. What do you got? <clears throat> I can't stand the Jews. <laughs> now I'm not speaking for myself. I'm can just re- guessing. Can we redo this? Yeah, I'm just I, guessing I, I, what guessing. what people might search for. Handling the <laughs> average then, Google user. Then then I went PG. Yeah. Homework oh, and Brussels sprouts. Oh. Mr. Wendling. I can't stand douchebags. Okay. That's fair. Okay. I can't stand rap music. You are a dick. <laughs> I'm just saying what people would say. <laughs> <laughs> I can't now stand, that I've said yeah, it, right, he's yeah. like, oh, I, I'm a good one. I can't stand racism. Or Jews. <laughs> would that would they give me like partial points? No, damn, no. <laughs> that's just called cheating and being anti-Semitic. Bad manners. Yes, I can't stand the rain. I should have gone with that. I was ah, that but I felt like can't was stand losing you. I can't stand my mom. I can't stand cripple jokes. What? What a weird. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Who's like? Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> no, 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 bro. Wait, bro. That's number eight, dude. I can't stand cripple jokes. Who are these people that are outraged that cripple jokes? And by the way, if you're really that upset about it, you wouldn't call them cripples. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Hold on a second. That would be like, I can't stand the jokes about the differently able. Yeah, bro. But what about I cannot stand? Maybe we'll get something. No, it's the no, fucking problem. Wait, no. I, but you know what it is, though? I just like, I'm imagine a legion of people around the world just hearing a crippled joke as yeah. they call it and they're just going home being like god damn it again i just want to search for something that makes me feel good okay i'm i already got the next one so Sorry, what are we doing what are we i doing? just had to double check what are we doing? and it did come up so we're good i bet you could stand crippled jokes you're a bastard this one <laughs> i have a feeling Teddy's gonna have a lot of fun with my best friend is oh say words son Mr. Mr. Dollar 
Wait. Done, motherfuckers. Done. Boom. Boom. I'm winning this. Wait, did we even give out points? Everyone got a zero last time. Didn't yeah, yeah. I'm afraid we all did. Unless my Jews joke counts. I don't know. I'll, I'll leave that up to you. Man, we're not going to reward any citizens. All right, all right. But else, why am I? Wendley, you got eight seconds. Five. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get All right. He's not even going to try. Um, you do get points for being funny. Well, too late now. All right. Oh, come on. It's not going to happen. My best friend is uh, a horrible person. <laughs> Ooh. My best friend is dead. And my best friend is my cat. Right, that is right. almost certainly going to be Shout out one. to Bushka. Just and hey, now I wasn't talking about me. I know, although he is a good friend of mine. I'm just know, I we can't get we, 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 all right, all right. That's you, fine. You want to shout down? That's the, the sh- first time that you've ever done a shout out for my cat. And so you, I will, I will take it in damn, stride. Son, damn. I'll take it and accept it. Man can't get cat no love. You like cats? No. Oh. You just Him and Bushka have slowly built a I mean, Bushka, built a bond. Bushka little, I, we, very we, slowly. Did, did you buy? Go with your answers. Okay. My best friend is amazing. My best friend is an asshole. Okay. My best friend is next to me. Do you know what I was fully expecting on his? <laughs> Fictional. Okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Give me another beer. Give me another fucking beer. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, I. I, I Crack it open, too. Pretty good. Hey, pretty good. Don't do that. Hey. All right. All right. Crack your own beer open. Okay. And your best friend would say, My best friend is bipolar. <laughs> it's like, awesome, yeah. asshole. Yeah, right. He's uh, right next to me, though, so I meant, I meant to say he's awesome. Uh, All right. My best friend is a gay. Uh, <laughs> come, on, come on. Come on. I like it. I like it. I my my best friend is, gay. is pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, my best friend is a Negro. Oh. We're okay. black. Okay. All right. All right. My best bet friend, Bessie, best friend, is... A vampire. Oh, he's, he's got gay. I got gay. You said a guy. No, all but right, come on. All right, come on. He got pregnant. He got pregnant. Boom. Wait, hold oh, on. Hold on. Here oh. we go. Here we go. Oh, oh. Here we go. Here we go. Run through the list. Run through the list. Run through the list, Mitch. Please. Gay, moving away, ignoring me, a guy in love with me, changing, getting married, pregnant. Bow. Oh, you son of a bitch. Nueve. Nueve. Eleven Shout out Julian Castro, baby. San Antonio. Oh. We did it. Eleven points to Teddy. We did it. My best friend is a winner. And they're real like Richards. Surprisingly, fictional was not in. Can I have a rematch? No. Uh, No. Sorry. (laughs) No rematches in Google. Did it. We did it. Good. We did it. Revopolis, baby. Good. Good game. Yeah, we did it. (laughs) I hate how when Teddy wins. He like actually he and the audience won together. We did. We did. Like they were rooting we for did. him and only him. We fair, did it, baby. Were. We did it, baby. Revivalist. Why would you? <laughs> I, whatever happened to the American spirit of rooting for the underdog? You mean me, I, me, baby. Yes. Oh, we did. yes. Yeah, or we. me, for that matter, because I haven't won this in a while. But I haven't won in a while either. I don't know. I can't remember. We'd have to look, yeah. look so over you the gonna die. How are you gonna make me not the underdog now? We did it. Revivalist, baby. Revolutions. This was for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Pandering to the audience loses you 14 points. No, I'm in a deficit. Can uh, I? Uh, can I? Can I? Can I suggest something? No. Um, you can always suggest. Yeah, we'll be if, if something about Jews it. comes out of your yeah, mouth, when really, you are, you're in thin unless, ice, sir. unless Christopher Nolan is Jewish. Oh, okay. Uh oh. 
Um, I, I feel like I haven't talked about the, the Dark Knight Rises in a while, and uh, I wanted to see your guys' view. If you guys haven't Loved talked it. about it already. Loved it. Good. Yeah, yeah. About every time we hang out. We haven't talked about it on the air, though. We've, we have held off on a Dark Knight Rises that's, conversation. That's fair. Because, uh, you know, know. spoiler know. alerts and such. Right. I mean, yeah, I, it's I, a fucking, yeah. what is it, uh, September 4th? It's plenty of time still, Richard. Exactly. Come on. Get some exactly. consideration. But uh, you can talk about it once it gets out on DVD, then we can... Uh, I think that'll be that'll be our official Dark Knight Rises. Mitch and I have a, a, a long conversation in us about the Dark Knight Rises that's just itching, itching to get to the lovely, surface. lovely, lovely voice. Uh, I'd, like to, I'd like to get on that. Uh, as, as I'm sure you would. Um, uh, oh, oh, Teddy, <laughs> Teddy, call me. Call me on my phone. Oh, uh, wait, yeah, hold on oh, a second. Oh, this is going to be did good. You, did you, did you, uh... Okay, okay. Is this a reckoning? Okay, yeah. I just want to show the people at home. <laughs> Uh, what happens when Teddy go, calls here, my here phone? Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Ready? I'm calling Mitch right now. As you can see, people. Uh-huh. You can uh-huh. see, I love you. See it. There you go. Boom. Boom. Teddy's photo is Bane. Yeah, baby. In fact, Bane in the scene <laughs> where he says, Not as serious as yours, <laughs> I'm afraid. That's pretty you good. A, Let's not stand on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne. It will be alright. Shout out to Bane. Shout out to the tunnels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the shadows betray you because uh, they belong to we've me. We've got a lot of things. I mean, it's a fucking you it's massive. It's, it, it's it. uh it just gets better every time. I was born in it. Man. Molded I, by I will it. say this. I will say this about the Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Uh, how much time do we have about this? Uh we're good. We got about eight minutes. Uh, I'll say that I heard. I hear conversations people with a. I think I told you about this. This is one thing Mitch and I have talked about, but mm-hmm. uh, this doesn't have any kind of spoilers or anything. Um, people always talk about the Dark Knight Rises and comparison to the Dark Knight, and they say the Dark Knight Rises is lacking in these memorable scenes. You know, where they're like, "Oh, all these standout scenes from the Disagree. Dark Knight that you can point to." And I'm just like, I don't even know what fucking movie <laughs> you motherfuckers saw. Do you know what I mean? Like, right, I, could, yeah. I could rattle them shits off, just like eyes closed. I could rattle off memorable scenes and dialogues and fucking threads being coming together. And then it's just like, you you clowns don't even fucking fathom the gift that you got. Oh, fuck. You don't even fucking get it. You don't get it, B. You don't even get that Chris Nolan riffing, son. I get it. You don't get it. I get it. You don't get nothing. Nothing. If it was National Get It Day, you don't even got know. Nothing, they son. don't even know. You don't even know, B. I, I do know. You don't know. Oh, I do. Do you? Yeah. Well, we'll have to see, Richard. We'll have to see. What a right. lovely, lovely voice. I will say about Bane <laughs> as a villain is just like a fucking... Perhaps he's wondering why he would shoot a man before yeah. throwing him out of a Dude. plane. Yeah, it's just fucking great, bro. It's just a fucking... Fucking a masterwork of artistry. Let me it say something hurt. though about, about uh, if Tom Hardy, the things that he came together uh, that he created to make Bane. If you listen to it, it's a very odd mix of historical oh, yeah. influences that he pulled from. It's very like like Irish boxers and such, which is where he got kind of the upsong voice that he pulls from. It's all very methodically created. Yeah, don't do that ever again. Um, <laughs> but go on. What was your point? <laughs> uh, I was going to say um, that. Do you feel in charge? I do. Uh, <laughs> Hmm. Without, without old man anything, winters without saying anything for spoilers um, I will say that I felt right like now. like the Dark Knight not the Dark Knight Rise but the Dark Knight was sort of filler as with Bane I don't and even understand I, what you're I, saying right I, I'm going to tell you right I'm now thoroughly confused you just referenced right two different movies because okay, okay with, with the Dark Knight with the Dark Knight all that really happened was Harvey Dent 
was killed. Listen, I'm going to stop you and your point right now. Because that's literally like saying all that happened with the Titanic is that it hit an iceberg. Do you know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. It is. It quite really is. It literally is like saying all that happened to the Hindenburg is that it exploded. Like it is, it is perhaps. It had a bit of an accident. You know, I mean, like you have just, you have just taken lovely, lovely. That's like saying, like all that happened in the Lion King is Mufasa died. Like you have taken a integral plot point. Yeah, because who cares about Nala? Who cares about Rachel Dawes? That is the shadow place. We must never go there. <laughs> I'm saying you have taken like you you literally took the narrative. I could hear thread. the internet scream when he finished his sentences. Like, I understand. I, I get like, it. Like, like, all that happened was Harvey like, Dent died. Do you, like, do you, like, do you, ah! This is and I think this is a perfect way for us to end because one of the things that I love about you, Dickie Omar, and you yeah. know and Mitch knows, <laughs> is that we will one day bring to the world Dickie Omar goes to the movies. <laughs> and oh, the thing fuck. that Dickie Omar is the worst at in this world is to, providing is providing a summary of movies. I yeah. still I yeah. I think you know what I will send you my videos that I have from the night that we first discovered this and you can post one of them because we had you run through uh the, the Clash of the Titans remakes. We had you run through I'm talking about, we're talking about we how we talking about this dude gave a 1 minute summary of Remember the Titans and at 50 seconds he mentioned Denzel Washington and football. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He also, also, also he literally went fifty seconds with it being like, uh, oh yeah, and then like, uh, the schools was trying to integrate. That is like how he. That is his remember the Titans fucking review. I mean, it's do, just. Do you want a one minute uh, Dark Knight? It's I. I let, let, yeah, let, I'd yeah. love to hear that. The dark. Let's hear the dark. Let's hear the Dark Knight in one minute. Can we? Let's get a clock going. Give me, give me about twenty seconds to prep. No, no, no. Here we go. All right, you got. Go ahead. So in the Dark Knight. Oh. Bruce Wayne has already established himself as Batman. <laughs> <laughs> he takes out Scarecrow real quick. Why did you drink during this moment, Teddy? <laughs> Go ahead. And then uh, he finds out about the Joker, but doesn't do anything about it until he gets his attention with uh, <laughs> fucking the bank robbery. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I already don't know and, what and film you saw. The, the, the Joker tries to collaborate with the mob. They don't want him to, but then, then they do. <laughs> and when they do, uh, the Joker takes over a hospital or two, or <laughs> and he fucking slows it up. And then leads Batman into, uh, 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 he gets captured. He gets captured into the fucking prison. Don't say that. Okay. All right. That was, I don't know what movie you saw, but it was not the movie that I saw. It was not the movie I saw. That's all I know. About your scramble, son, because you literally started your shit off by saying Bruce Wayne establishes himself as Batman, which has got to rank as one of the most nonsensical things that it was ever said about Batman. I've established myself as a Batman. Oh my god! Like that doesn't make sense. I'm after this Joker guy, but I'm not going to do anything until after he robs a bank halfway through the film, at least according to Mr. Wendling. <laughs> no, Bruce, everyone knows Bruce Wayne. Well, what is it? Sh- <laughs> 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 
I must establish myself as Batman. No way. He's, there's a Joker oh scene God, in the beginning, right? I heard something dude. about a guy named Joker. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn it, Richard. That is so fucking cool. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, at some point, Harvey Dent died. Oh, my God. It's pretty upsetting. Oh, oh I forgot to mention you Harvey. Know you know what? I'm gonna you go. didn't even mention the guy you said the movie was about. Oh, my God. Well, well, people, that was that was Richard Wendling goes to the movies and remembers pretty much fucking nothing. It's been a pleasure. Uh, riffing with y'all tonight. Good night. We're going to be closing out with some uh, some plugs this Thursday in West Hollywood at the Palms Bar. You can catch me and Tanya Estrada, who's been on the Straight Riffing Show. Oh and a, a girl by the name of Ro oh Della Grazie, <laughs> whom I was a guest on a podcast with uh, on yesterday. I think it was, or Sunday, uh, perhaps. Uh, Comedy Bone podcast Sunday. that a, a guest of Straight Rhythm, Brian Marnock, runs. Comedybone.com, episode 14. You'll find me as an angry atheist uh, debunking everyone's silly ghost theories and God such and explaining how the universe works, and um, I'm probably a total asshole on the show, but can, hey, can there, there you go. So what do you, what do you, no, no, this is for plugs. Oh, I know. Well, fine, do a shout-out then. Shout-out to Ralph, Cameron, and Robbie. Once again, with the fucking Hitler hand. It was straight up. I'm, I'm asking a question right now, basically. That's not, no, you, you do one of these, right? Down here. You want to do one of the? Oh, my Lord. All right, Teddy, uh, what, what do you want to? Uh, oh, man. Screech? Uh, yeah, no. Nah, uh, Flapper is uh, Thursday, September 13th, uh, doing a show. My man, uh, Sam Comroe, putting it on. Uh, come holler at your boy at Flappers. Uh, I'll be plugging that shit again, but you know what I'm saying? And also, in your screech. Running them. Julian Castro, San Antonio. Go ahead. What you got, Wendy? Uh, okay. Uh, Mondays at Manhattan Beach, uh, Sharky's uh, Comedy. Ralph Gare will be there. And uh, maybe one day, Teddy Tutson. Okay. Thanks for the invite. Thanks for listening to Straight Riffin'. You can catch all past and future episodes of Straight Riffin' on the official website, riffin.net, R-I-F-F-I-N.net. Keep in mind, we do air live every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time. That's 10 p.m. to midnight for you East Coasters. You can actually watch that right on Facebook, on our fan page, facebook.com slash straightriffin'. Like us, check out the Ustream page. You can even chat while we're doing the show. That's how we interact with the fans. We thank you so much for listening. Check out Riffin.net. Buy my album. Buy Teddy's album. We'll catch you again next time. It ripped the fuck on, bitches.